Welcome back to the Monolith Film Cast, folks. I'm Isaac. This is Jake. Jake, how you doing today? I'm not bad, Isaac. Before we get rolling, I got one thing to ask you. Oh, God. Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> you make me randy. Was I supposed to answer? Oh, fuck, that was loud. Do I make you randy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think this song is in the movies. I just felt like it matched the tone. Match the tone. That's a good tone. Everyone's like, what fucking movie are they talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, today, folks. That was a whole bit. Don't, yeah. That's pretty good. It was a good bit. I'll that's give you that. That's not bad. It was like when I when I played the... Uh, the it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> folks, today, welcome back to the Monolith Film Cast. We're back in the studio. Jake and me in are back, back in the stew. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're still trying to figure out this whole fucking sitting situation. What? <laughs> Nothing. Just this throne is real hard to get used to. <laughs> you still gloating, dude? It's a new <laughs> week. It's a new week. I didn't get a gloat. That's true. You didn't get a gloat. Well, you don't get to gloat because I got fucking booed. A chorus of boos led by my own girlfriend. Boo! You know how I, I had to edit that. I had to listen to that like five times. <laughs> when I was listening, I was like... It really oh, fucking hurt me. Yeah, like, and Isaac got no vote. <laughs> boo, boo, booing me, booing my ass. Uh, ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was all right. Congratulate, congratulations, though. Thank you. I didn't, Thank I you. didn't expect to get so much just absolute hate for my list, which was surprising. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I underestimated the the listeners, I guess. Yeah. Well, you got to know your uh, your audience. That's true. Well, right. today, folks, we'll we are about. we are doing a we're doing a bit of a mixed bag episode today. The f- main topic is going to be about Austin Powers, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yes, it is. But we are also going to talk about some other stuff. We're going to talk about we got April Fools coming up. By the uh-huh. time this episode comes out, I think April Fools will be in like a few days. Mm-hmm. Maybe only a couple though. I'm a little prankster myself. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Um. But uh. Yeah. Before we get into that, though, let's talk about last week's top three. First off, shout out to the shout out to the Monolith Girls. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Callista, Mayumi, Christina, Katie, George. Shout out to the four of them for taking over last week mm-hmm. and hosting the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great a great episode. Time. Yeah, good great episode. episode. If you haven't listened to that one, go check it great out. Great energy. Sign up for the Patreon too while you're at it and check out their pre-show. It's a good one. Uh, it was a good one. It's a good one. And it's a damn shame if no one gets to hear it. It is. So go and sign up for that. But we have to announce a winner, folks. Well, by the way, before we get into it, yeah, uh-huh. lots of interaction this week. Yeah, let's just say voter turnouts up three thousand percent. Yeah, I wonder what's up with that. I yeah. hope I hope we we see that again this next episode. I well, hope we, uh, let's just say the goon squad sure showed up to the polls. Let's just say uh, we got a couple clown cars in the lot. Yeah, let's just say Christina and her little cronies <laughs> made sure to carry her. Right on to victory. Christina is the winner of last week's top three. Hooray. Now, here's the thing. Congrats. Congratulations. Clap, clap, clap for you and all that. But this is my podcast, our podcast. Whoa. (laughs) I got some thoughts, right? Oh, no. I'm not overriding anybody's decision. She wins fair and square. I will say, I don't think that her list really fit the, the topic at all. Girl boss moments? Girl boss moments and all three of her moments were just women in general. Which is like, okay, yeah. Catwoman. Catwoman is not a girl boss moment. Uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Halle Berry in John Wick Chapter 3. That's not a girl boss moment. That's just a character. 
nonetheless. Also, I have her voters of people we and I can talk shit because none of them are listening. <laughs> well, they're not anymore. They're not. Yeah, you probably turned it off by now. Yeah, they like, heard Austin Powers when they were fucking shit talker. Out of shit talker in the very nice shirt. Thank you, thank you. I do want to read some of the votes. Though. Is that all right? Let's read them. Some of the uh, one in particular is very funny. And you know oh, what? Yeah, Since we, I'm going to go ahead and give this a PlayStation ranking. Everybody, this is a participation trophy podcast, folks. Uh-huh. Uh, not for me and you. I lost last week, two weeks ago. You right. won fair and square. But for last week, we'll give everybody some trophies. Mm-hmm. Christina gets the platinum. Is that the hot tie topest PlayStation tier? Uh huh. Fake gamer. Fake gamer alert. <laughs> Gold goes to Katie George. Katie G. She almost pulled it out. Almost. Almost. Pretty close. It out. Only uh, Christina was only up by two votes. So that's true. Uh, number three, the br- uh, the silver. Mm-hmm. Goes to Callista. That's right. Callista had my vote. I think you voted for Katie. I did vote for Katie. But I also, Callista was my second choice, though. That was a good list. That was a great list. The, the death proof, I was like, oh, death that, that won me over. a good one, yeah. And then Mayumi's taking home the bronze. Conflict. Yeah. Well, she's a dirty damn cheater, so. <laughs> she's a, she is a damn cheater, for sure. That's for sure, Mayumi. folks. No, I'm not kidding. She's a cheater. <laughs> she won the bronze, but yeah, she got like, <laughs> she got a few real legitimate votes. Couple. Um, oh, and then it was funny. That Raymond she one was, did throw me off. She the the Raymond one. Yeah, I was like, who's this? Who's Raymond and Neo? Who's this Joker. <laughs> uh, and then she messaged me. She is a cheater. She messaged me and tried to buy me off. What? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. This is news to me. Yeah, she was like, I'll give you five dollars if you she, vote for me. Wow, she especially like, went no. behind both of our backs because she could have just DM'd the Monolith film cast, but she DM'd you specifically. Well, the Monolith film cast can't vote for its vote on its own page. Well, no, I know, but. Oh no! Yeah, no. She was just going. She, she was going undercover. Wow. Yeah. She didn't really try to bribe me. She. I just posted the episode, and she was like, "Go vote for me." And I was like, "I'll go vote." I, I got four <laughs> guns to my head, and they're all telling me to vote for them. It was also funny too, because then she was like, "Well, you didn't explain that I wasn't allowed to vote for myself from multiple accounts." I well, was yeah, like, that's just. I com- shouldn't have to explain that. That's just common decency. I'm like, she's like, I'm just trying to protect democracy. I was like, that's, that's the just, opposite of what you're doing. That's a that's coup. A democracy is one person, one vote. This is not, <laughs> not your dog account gets to have a vote. Anyways, I digress. On, I know fraud. she has one fake Instagram account, and I don't know if she voted with it on here, so I don't know. Damn, that'd be scandalous. Yeah. Well, I mean, she got fourth place anyway. I'm only going to read Dev's comment. His is the he. he Very funny. He dove in. Patrick's comment, maybe I'll read his. His is pretty funny too. Dev Cruise of Cruise Control. Dev, yeah, Dev Fu at Dev Fu, Dev P H O O said sheesh. Sheesh. He probably meant it more like that, yeah. yeah. But he said sheesh. That's how sheesh. we read it out. Sheesh here in Louise. Utah. He said, so Christina just threw out three baddies on her list, <laughs> which is not untrue, but I just don't know if he's saying that is a good thing or a bad thing. Three baddies. Uh, but then Callista caught me too. Caught me two of the best revenge scenes in film. Gotta show love to Katie for the Carrie f- scene as well. Good this takes. is a tough, a tough one. I gotta go, Callista. Definitely not going Mayumi. <laughs> she put a wizard on her list. She might as well have said Selena Gomez from Wizards of Waverly Place. Dev, why you hate wizards hilarious. so much? That was that Dev was hates fantasy. You know what I mean? You gotta know your audience. Dev hates fantasy. I put yeah. fantasy on my list. I'm fucking losing that week. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, exactly. At least his vote. But uh. Shout out to those four. Mayumi, you know, what can I say? You 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 cheated and you ended up on the you ended up at you the bottom. Egg on your face. Trust me, Mayumi's gonna be asking me when she can come back to receive her comeuppance or whatever. Uh-huh. 
to, for her comeback. What am I trying to say there? Revenge. I don't know. Come up and yeah. Requ- re- She's going to come back and try try again. Re- I know that redemption. for sure. Yeah, her redemption. There yeah, you go. Good go. one. So, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It was a good episode. So, yeah. keep voting, folks. Good and one. thank you to those four for being here. Thank you all. Um, now, news next. I think newsroom time. Let's go. Let's dive into the news. Anyways. Get it while it's hot off the presses. Extra, extra. All right, all right. Um, so read all about it. I think we got one thing to talk about. Actually, I want you to tell me about we're all going to the World's Fair first. I almost forgot about this. So yeah. we saw we're all going to the World's Fair uh-huh. during Sundance last year. Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty one. You know that movie's still not out. I did, yeah. Whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. damn, that's damn, that's loud. <laughs> the uh, the trap, the what do you call that? The soundtrack just came out. Oh, is the whole thing out now? Uh, it might actually just be the one song. See, this is why I was gonna bring it up is because I was I uh, Chaz tweeted like a YouTube link for an Alex G song, and I was like, actually, I want to yeah, go ahead. I want to listen to to some Alex G, and I was like, oh uh-huh. shit, maybe it's about time that movie he did, you know, mm. way back when is out. There's only one song on there, and it's the end track, and it's very good. Should we play a little bit? Yeah, let's play that song. It's a good song. I've been listening to that lately. Speaking of that, that fucking the sun in the way. Uh-huh. Have you have you been on TikTok lately? <laughs> no. There's this. It was when the first. Okay, I'll admit the first time I heard it, I was like, "This is stupid." Uh-huh. But the more it gets to you, is the fucking funnier it gets. <laughs> where it's just someone singing that song, and they just keep, and it's like to that that instrumental, but mm-hmm. they just keep saying, <laughs> "There's something in my ass," <laughs> and it's so fucking, so fucking stupid, stupid. But. Every fucking new time I hear it, especially because people keep putting it over a clip of like a regular person dressed like Batman doing something, and it is so fucking yeah, funny. That's pretty funny. I do love how like in- intertwined those two things have gotten with the popularity of the Batman, which yeah. is like just everybody's listening to something in the way. And yeah. Now, whenever they listen, they're like, ah, Batman. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's I the like Batman that. song now. Yeah, I'm okay with it. That's pretty I'm cool. I'm okay with that too. Yeah. That's it's love. too bad. We'll skip forward a little bit more. I guess it sounds about the same throughout. That's pretty good right there. Yeah, it's good shit. I guess if you're not a fan of Alex G, you're probably like, it's pretty fucking boring. It's like, eh, guitar. <laughs> guitar and drums. But uh, but yeah, because I looked this up and I was like, and then I tried to play it from the top. And you know how album music just, if a if music isn't released, it just says this music's not available yeah, in your region. Yeah, like, or whatever. I was like, why is this not available in the U.S.? What's going on here? <laughs> and then so I tried to just look up the soundtrack on YouTube. Because uh-huh. I was like, oh, well, I want to hear these songs. Because basically, as far as I remember, it was just like an Alex G album. For the soundtrack, uh, yeah, kind right, of, or at yeah. least his instrumentals. And so I looked it up on YouTube, and it, it, only that song was coming up. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, maybe he only releases one, which is what he did. He only released that one. And that's how I found out this movie isn't even out yet. Yeah, not even that's out crazy. yet. That's crazy. Like, I saw, I watched the trailer for it again. They, they came out with, like, a recut of the trailer. Yeah. At I, least as far as I know. It looks, like, really exciting and scary. And all the comments are like, this is going to be so good. And I was like, wow. I, I'm, I'm going to – I want to watch it again with – appropriate expectations i'm also wondering if that movie's going to be recut or something i think that's what i'm wondering too like i mean it's been out for two years for all we know they could have filmed a new ending yeah exactly and if they i mean like especially how the trailer makes that movie look it looks 
fucking scary. Like, it looks freaky. I I do. I am disappointed at certain scenes they show in the trailer. I was like, Mm -hmm. those were some of the most tense moments in the movie. I wish they were not. I wish people weren't going into it waiting for that scene. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, but yeah. yeah, I just wanted to bring it up. I wasn't sure if you were aware if it was not out yet or not, but it's still not out. That's crazy. I'm just excited to see if Alex G um, plays or does any more music. That'd be cool. Some some more scores and stuff. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Love that guy's music. Mm-hmm. Also, I watched the Men trailer. Oh my god, we could. Yeah, I guess we should. I should have sent the. I men do want to bring that up just a little bit because yeah, that no, shit is so scary. Oh my <laughs> it god. Looks, bloody brilliant yeah i i won't i'm gonna i know i'm gonna talk about some different shows in our monolith must watch section or whatever but i will i will mention it briefly now since we're on the topic i finally finished devs oh you finished it fucking finished it finally how was it it's good it's pretty good good and uh alex garland's he's he's uh oh i forgot he directed that mm -hmm. he wrote and directed it very good he uh the dude never misses is all i can say the industry yeah men is gonna be so Skang scary. It's gonna be so scary. <laughs> so skang. It's gonna be so skang and scary, dude. Uh it's gonna be good though. I'm yeah. very excited for the men trailer. It's so just like unnerving. What like, do you think just, it's about? I don't fucking know. I have no idea. And that's why I love that about A24's trailers. I never know what the fuck's going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, it just looks freaky. Like I only noticed like halfway through trailer, I was like, eh, it's the same guy. <laughs> that's the same guy. Hey. He got different makeup on. <laughs> He's got prosthetics in his nose. You recognize that guy? No. What who is he? He's the guy that bleeps a pig in Black Mirror. Oh. Yeah. Remember that episode? I don't think I saw that one. Yeah. That, that's what Chad said. That's like the first episode. Yeah. I didn't watch it. You didn't watch episode one? No. I watched the good ones. That is a good one. I like <laughs> that one. Never even seen the premise of that show? Black Mirror? No. That episode specifically. No. I know what it's about. Like it's like a politician, right? And he... uh and they're like, if you you have to f- this pig on live TV, or mm-hmm. we're gonna kill your daughter. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> he does it too. Yeah, he do. How do you know? You I don't know because I because I got a spoil for me. Yeah, that's probably why I haven't watched it. <laughs> exactly why I was like, I don't want to watch this fucking man, fucking pig. Yeah, that's him though. That's that guy. That's crazy. And Jesse Buckley, she's in. I'm thinking of ending things. I'm sure she's in other oh, okay. stuff. But that's I thought the first I recognized one I can her. Think of yeah. Yeah, very. I mean, that's the only other movie I've seen her in, but I was like, yeah, that matches. I just have a feeling that scene where she's in the, like the, I don't know, which, the tunnel. Oh, the tunnel? Like, oh, my God. Oh. And then that <laughs> fucking thing so starts chasing oh her. God. Oh, my God. What a yeah. nightmare. Great use, at least in the trailer. I'm sure it'll be in the movie, too. But like, great use of just, like, really tense lighting. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't really see. It reminds me of, uh, like, there's several scenes in the trailer that remind me of that scene in Hereditary where you can see the grandma in the chair, but it's really dark. So you mm-hmm. can just see, like, an Barely outline of, like, her, her features. Yeah. It looks really good. I have a theory. Let's hear it. I think it's her Mm. in the tunnel Mm. chasing herself. I don't know, though. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. What do you think that means? Chasing herself. (sighs) Men. (laughs) That's going to be the last line of the movie. (laughs) I hope that's not what the... A24 is doing this weird marketing with the movie where they're, like, doing a red flag emoji for, like, the kind of... Mm-hmm. Icon iconography of the movie, yeah. and I'm like, I don't think that's really what that movie is supposed to be. Is like a ugh, men, and people are already just like, yeah, I know, I know, men. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that's what this movie is I mean, it, supposed to be saying. I could definitely see it being like um, different types of like predatory men. Well, yeah, sure. Like, I, obviously, and I think, like a lot of that is. I just think there's gonna be a trailer. little more to it than that. Yeah, exactly. Especially because especially because Alex Garland is very vague with that kind of shit. Like you never really know what's going on until you watch it. Plus, th- it's called men, plural, and there's one man, 
singular mm. in the movie. So mm. obviously we we're going to have some fucked up stuff going on. Yeah. Looks it's going to be though. freaky though. It's going to yeah. be freaky. A24 horror, sci-fi horror, kind of. Next up in the newsroom, unless you've got any other news, I can't think of any that we didn't send to the chat, but... Um, That's all I could think of. I did fucking miss out on two Mondo prints this week, which was a, a uh, fucking bummer. Try to get but, that Halo one, huh? <laughs> no, I tried to get I tried to get the Elden Ring looking hereditary one. Ooh, did you I haven't see seen it? this yet. Oh, man, I gotta I'm take a gander. Oh man, and I got I got the notification about thirty seconds too late, and it was sold out. That's how it goes. I thought you were about to say Mondo did a print for Elden Ring. I was like, how? Did I oh, not man. hear about that? I wouldn't be surprised. Keep in, keep your ear to the ground. If they did Halo, I could definitely see them doing Elden Ring. This hereditary poster looks like it's Elden Ringy though. Elden Ringy. Oh, that is so that's so cool. Huh? Cool. Yeah, sold out. Ethan got one. Oh God, I hope he puts that in the living room because that is gorgy gorgy yeah i think god damn I think that is hot. real nice i love that for the youtube listeners i'll go ahead and put up a picture of that right here over the top of this right here see this thing right here wow what a beaut missed it by 30 seconds wow look at that wow hereditary huh? um i did buy these <laughs> that's pretty sick <laughs> <laughs> didn't haven't seen the movie yet but uh, yeah. anyways so last thing in the newsroom oh okay we should set the record straight elden ring is cool yeah, yeah, yeah. Elden Ring is First fucking of all, cool. An IP means intellectual intellectual property. Yeah. So the IP extension means they might make TV shows and more games and more books and board games. Board game. We're gonna get. A, a I hope it's like books game. and comic books. I. Are you kidding me? No, I don't want any FromSoft movie or TV no? show. Absolutely not. No, I don't. I think it really depends. That is way too in-your-face lore and like story explanation for me. I just don't think I would like that. Yeah, <sighs> I would if they Bloodborne has a couple comic books and they're really good. I would, I would, wouldn't mind if they did like a very, very specific yeah TV show. What if they did a TV show about like Carrion Manor? That could be cool. I don't know. It's just already Lucar, that yeah. atmosphere is just already so lonely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Previous pre- when the Elden Ring was still whole. But that's what I'm saying that I like about it. Like, imagine any imagine any place in Elden Ring that is filled with people to like talk to who aren't trying to kill you. Yeah, that's true. That would be weird. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know. Weird. It just it just feels weird. It could be interesting. I just really like how lonely that place is. And when you find like some fucking spyglass on the ground, you read the description. It says. This manor had magicians in it. I know who That's I cool. want. I, I I would watch a show of. Hmm. There's a guy. I just fought him today. Got his armor set. Uh, hmm, what's it called? What is the armor set called? It's like a knight's armor, greaves, like knight's greaves, and he's got kind of like a torn cape on him. Fingerprint? Maybe. I don't know. But the description says like that he was the closest tarnish to becoming the Elden Lord. And then suddenly, without like without explanation, he went deep underground to like and and was filled with like the frenzy flame or whatever which i was like that's really cool i that's interesting yeah see if, uh, that's my now that would be fucking cool that's my only thing is i don't want like a very character fo- well it, it should be character focused but i don't want seven different character plot lines in the show if it's right. about something it's, it should be about one singular story mm-hmm. with a very tight like plot and lore ex- explanation. I don't want one episode. This one's all about Carrie and Manor. And here's a, all here's Miss the Queen Carrie Carrie. I also like. Would, I just don't want that. I don't care for that. It would have to be animated. Definitely, I 100 percent agree. With and it have to be like an anime because an anime the CGI cool. would look fucking awful. 
and practically i'm like it just wouldn't work they just are way too scary they're just it wouldn't work it wouldn't work no it wouldn't work yeah i would i would definitely want a very specific we're getting could be what could be really good for like some kind of anime or animated project or uh manga manga Manga, my bad um (laughs) a maga yeah (laughs) junji ito you're familiar with it yes he could he could actually do something really cool that's true yeah, that actually matches him like perfectly, yeah. to be honest. Okay. So, anyways, it could be Elden Ring is cool. Elden Ring's fucking sick. And we'll talk about as much as we want. I don't want to hear any more nerd talk, all right? Exactly, exactly. All right. All right. Let, <laughs> it a, let it get adjusted here. Last bit of news a deleted scene from the Batman has come out revealing a, a, a bit of a sneak peek of Barry Keegan's The Joker, which I feel like we can fully spoil now. You I mean, did spoil it last the time. The unseen Arkham prisoner? Yes, I mean Arkham Prisoner zero zero one seven four three nine. Um, that real? Eh, probably. All right. Close enough. Um, the Joker. Now I remember we talked on our Batman episode. We don't have to dive into a whole thing here, but I remember mm-hmm. saying, I'm "Nervous about how he's going to look." Mm-hmm. What do you think? How does he look? How he, how he looks? Mm-hmm. I love how he looks. I think he looks excellent. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. also think the sort of relationship between him and Batman in this movie is. Very unseen before. I mm-hmm. think I think that's a very good idea to go with it. Like their sort of villain hero story already done. Could be brought up again later, but it's not it's not their first interaction. Right. There's some history there. I really like that. I like this dynamic a lot. I love this. Like he just looks really like broken. I really mm-hmm. like that. Like he looks like his his flesh and his like body is like barely held together. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Yeah, he looks so fucking scary yeah he looks terrifying like i love too. there's a there's this touch with his hair which i was like that's such a big thing with all like the jokers is like hey he's got slick bag dyed green hair mm-hmm. or, he's just got green hair <laughs> um but this one he has green hair but it's like falling out like it's just yeah. in patches on his head that's just stringy yeah like falling out that's like really Cynthia cool the looking. doll looking yeah and so there is one thing I did learn about this, though, that I'm curious what your take is on it, mm-hmm. is apparently Matt Reeves said, and this is subject to change because this is a deleted scene. This is not part of the movie. So mm-hmm. any th- th- this whole this whole thing is not canon technically, right? right. But uh, Matt Reeves said that his idea of this Joker is that he was not burned by acid. Like it's a congenial birth defect is that's happening with him. Hmm. Um, I, it's fine, I guess. It's just a little – I don't really get why. I don't get why either. Because, I mean, I guess you could do something different with the character that way. But for me, I'm like, well, one, that's a little bit mean. <laughs> it's a little yeah, it's mean a to little be like, mean, and he has a birth defect. That's why he looks monstrous and acts the way he yeah, does. And it's also like, well, if anything, you have the best character design for that story arc. And also the I character really design that. used in that deleted scene. He looks burnt. Yeah, exactly. He has like boils mm. and shit all over, which I was like. Whatever. I mean, I mean is if we don't have to dwell on it, if there, if we don't have a, have a Joker, yeah. you know, if that's just Matt Reeves' explanation, then we never revisit it. That's fine. Then whatever. Yeah, sure. I agree. But I'm also just like, but why? Why he looked like that? Then. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I, don't, I don't love that, but yeah. okay. Yeah, no, I can get over it. But I was just curious about that. But uh, yeah, he's got like all these boils and shit like around his mouth, and he, oh my god, his teeth. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That is such a good idea. Like his teeth look all broken and like they were they just pushed like, back into his gums. They look like the teeth in the Joker so cool. self-titled m- comic. Yeah. The one that's just called Joker. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. 
Yeah. yeah it's um, pretty scary. I, yeah, I like it a lot. It, I think it's really cool. I'm glad it's not in the movie. I think it'd be kind of weird to just shove in the movie somewhere. Yeah, that but. would have been way... It would have completely... I, it, good call to leave that out. Yeah. And because I feel like that would have just completely overrode Paul mm-hmm. Dano. Completely. Yeah. I think too... Yeah, no, definitely. If that happened, it'd be like... So that's the focus of the movie now. Yeah. I'm not concerned Who with cares? anything going on with the Riddler now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also think uh, I think I think also too there's like a, this expectation on the character at this point. There mm-hmm. always there has been since Heath Ledger, right? But like this one, I really like that this one isn't just like doing real weird wacky stuff. He still does like a laugh. He's still like really obsessed with Batman personally and stuff like that. But I do like how he's like he's like genuinely analyzing what Batman. Yeah, and he him. is helping him. But yeah, like I think that's kind of cool. Like I think he cool. is like no, this is personal. Like I like how he was like actually figuring. I I like that. I think very a, new a a. Tw- Maybe not in like a new twi- twist on the character, but new to the medium of film for mm-hmm. the character that I would love if Matt Reeves just did it is if he just refused to have Joker be a bad guy to Batman ever again. Yeah, not that, that he's a good too. guy now or anything, mm-hmm. but that Batman, like Joker's going to be in the next movie and he's always going to be in Arkham and he will just be helping Batman whenever he wants to. I would love that. Yeah. And that they just have perfect. little interactions. Mm-hmm. Like even the thing where Joker's just like trying to talk to, about him and Batman's like, they're not here about me. And mm-hmm. he's like, but he has so much more fun, Brucey. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That stuff's cute. Does I call think him Brucey. No, he doesn't call him. Oh, Bruce. I was like, oh, he's Bruce. <laughs> That's right? a whole other fucking Holy can shit. of words. Yeah. No, no, he doesn't know. But uh, I, yeah, I think it's really cool. I think Barry Keegan is really cool. His look is damn good. I also oh, – yeah. I love the creative decision to blur his face for most of it. Oh, and it makes it so much scarier. Yeah. Like behind that glazed glass, his features are just like accentuated in a really like unnatural way. So it mm-hmm. makes him look even scarier. And then you see his face and it's just as fucking scary. I'll, I'll put up the picture also too of the, the – someone like reconstructed because they don't ever show his whole face. They show his eyes and then his just face his moves so then it shows his mouth. Yeah, yeah. so someone reconstructed his face like a, a clear image of the full mm-hmm. thing. I'll put a picture of it up. Uh ugh. He's scary looking, dude. Yeah. Also, really quick before we move on, kind of a cool way Matt Reeves kind of yeah. showed it off. Like a it's not ARG. Yeah. It's like it's not super complicated. It's but like considering this is like this is like the number one fucking movie in the world mm-hmm. when it came out, you know, like it's cool that he's like, Yeah, there's this weird off deleted scene that I want to show you guys. It's our our version of the Joker, and the only way you can watch it, at least for the next ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Is you I gotta did figure think out these it was a little, little fucked up that like actual outlets were just like here's the trailer here's the unlisted link i'm like well that's you're not supposed to just tweet that out yeah like, and i think that just comes with how popular it is yeah it's like true. if it was like a smaller movie or like just a, a cult a cult followed movie then it would be different but but it was cool for that little bit because when i saw it, i was like oh shit i was trying to figure out the i know i was too I, was cool. I got close i got two out of three right i could not guess the ha ha one i was yeah. like what yeah i got the ha one i couldn't get the punchline one Oh yeah, punchline I got because it hits you, hits you at the end if yeah. the setup is done correctly. Oh, punchline, yeah. okay. Yeah, but yeah, I got cool Joker. little, cool little thing. It's also pretty funny too because uh, it's like set up like the Riddler's talking to you and like a little in radaalada.com or mm-hmm. .org or whatever. And it was pretty funny because I got the one I got right. It was like, huh, you're smarter than you look. And mm-hmm. then the second one I got wrong, he's like, huh, you're not as smart as I thought you were. <laughs> pretty funny, but yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, that's it for the newsroom, folks. Let's talk. Uh, let's do monolith. What must watch? Yeah, mono watch. <laughs> wow, Mon- <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I work a shop in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I didn't watch really any movies this week. Mono must. Mono must watch. Mono, mono must, must watch. Mono must. Mono must. Mono must. Mono must. Mono must. Uh, I watched 
a couple TV shows that I finished though this week. I watched one that I finished and then one that I'm still watching, but I think I want to use it for my must watch because mm. I want more people to check it out. What is it? I finished Pam and Tommy. Mm. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty Hulu, good. bad an eight. Bad an eight. Pretty good. High Hulu's, score. Yeah, Hulu's killing it. Well, I might give it. I might lower it because I did find out they did not get Pamela Anderson's permission to make the show. Now I don't Yikes. know that that means that they asked and she said no and, and they, they did, did it, it anyway. anyway or if they just didn't ask her i th- i'm assuming they just didn't ask but that's still pretty fucked up that's really fucked up and the the premise the show is just it is like what happened to her is so fucking horrible and sad yeah. like it is so fucked up and uh sebastian stan's great in it seth rogan is great in it mm-hmm. lily i think her name's lily james uh remember baby driver mm-hmm the girl that plays the girl in Baby Driver. I don't know the character's name. That's oh, Oscar Isaac's wife or whatever? Girlfriend? In that's Drive? his girlfriend? No. In Baby Driver. Oh, I'm thinking Drive. Yeah. <laughs> no, Baby Driver. <laughs> the oh, the waitress. Yeah, the waitress, waitress girl. girl. Yeah, I okay. don't know her name. I don't know the character's name. I'm pretty sure the actress's name is Lily James, though. She mm. plays Pamela Anderson. Mm. Unrecognizable. <laughs> Completely that's unrecognizable. Crazy. What about Sebastian Stan? You can tell it's him, but I don't. Calista didn't know it was him the whole time. He does look a lot it. like Tommy Lee. Yeah, like in his makeup and stuff. He looks a lot like him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's the. But it's that show's pretty good. So check that out. And Hulu's been killing it with the shows. The Dropout is really good so far. I'm still watching that one. Yeah. Um, but the show I want people to check out is called Severance. It's on Apple TV. You told me about this one, I think. Yeah, it's directed by Ben Stiller. And it's got um, Adam Scott, John Totoro is in it. Christopher oh, wow. Walken is in it. God damn. Yeah. Um, God damn. Yeah, damn. So cool. So, so cool. It's so just weird. The whole premise of the show is that basically, like, you know, it's kind of one of these Black Mirror-y future, like, dystopia-type shows, like, the not-so-distant future, but they're a little more technologically advanced than we are currently. Mm-hmm. And this company called, uh, doesn't matter, they, Theranos, <laughs> nope, not Theranos, that's the dropout show. Mm, it doesn't matter. Doesn't the matter. company that they work at it has this procedure called severance that they do for employees on a specific floor that are working on this, like, kind of secret project, where basically you undergo a procedure that kind of splits your brain in two it's just you it is you but whenever you show up to work the second you kind of cross a specific threshold that consciousness like is its own consciousness Mm. and only has memories of being at work it has no idea what you're like on the outside it doesn't even know who you are i mean they tell you eventually like oh this is your name and they don't know their last name they just know their name is like like jake j that's your name all it knows is labor (laughs) exactly and it's like really fucked up because like when they leave for the day the next thing they remember is just coming back to work forever misery forever and then it's really fucked up like there's this one part where they're like they can't keep doing this, doing this to us. And then the guy's like, you're coming back to work. <laughs> like you're doing this to you. Damn. Like it is fucked. Like this self. Uh... Yeah. The, wow. the, the, uh, the they, and they call them like really innies cool. and outies. Like their Audi is just like, and like if they want to quit, like they're like, yeah, you can submit a resignation request to your Audi. And then their Audis just deny it. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, that is a is really fucked. cool premise. I like that a lot. Yeah, it is. So, do you see them so, on both sides, or do you only see like the innies? No, they do show the out outies. Like for the right now, I mean, I, I'm on episode seven or eight, so I'm almost well. I'm episode six, haven't watched episode seven yet, but so I'm close to the end of the season. I assume there's only gonna be eight, eight episodes, mm-hmm. but 
we mostly follow Adam Scott's character, like outside of work. Mm -hmm. And like, it's really sad. Like the, one of the opening scenes of the show is he's just outside of work in his car, just fucking sobbing in his car. And then like, he just like stops crying and he wipes his eyes and then he goes into work and he goes up the elevator and then it does like the weird transition. And then he's like Mark S at work. And he's just like, damn. So out, he's also sad. Yeah, but we don't know why yet, right? Oh, okay. And then it's and then later you find out about one of his friends. He's like, "Oh yeah, like you come into work with red eyes sometimes." And he's like, hmm, "I don't know, maybe I have allergies on the outside." That's or something. a really, I really like that premise. That sounds really cool. And I it's like, like and then just like the the turmoil and stuff. The show is really interesting. Like they talk about like, well, oh, let's see, jazz update, what and we got? the jazz. We lost. We lost to the Hornets, folks. The fucking Charlotte Hornets. God damn it. We were jazz. We were, I mean, not jazz. We were tied with only one minute left. What a bummer. Oh. Oh, well. That stings, baby. Oh, talk about a hornet sting. Anyways. That's so, basketball. <laughs> they, um, they, he, one of his friends tells him, like, basically, like, they talk about, like, you know, regardless of what's going on on the outside, you're bringing, like, if you're depressed and then you come to work, you still feel that. You just don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Like, you just have the physical like um, mentally you've forgotten that yeah. but like the physical sensations are still there you just don't know how to explain them so if you're depressed as an Audi and you know why but you go in you're just like hmm, and you're i just still feel depressed, lethargic you, you may yeah. not feel depressed in your brain because mm-hmm. you're not consciously aware of the things that are you know causing that emotionally or mentally but right. physically you're feeling it that yeah. and like huh, and then like really there's cool. like political groups that are like trying to shut it down and they're saying like well what happens if you are if you get pregnant mm-hmm. like in either spot. Like if you get pregnant on the outside. Oh shit. And then you're in, he's just all of a sudden pregnant. And they're like, what the fuck? And every day they come to work, they're just more and more pregnant. Oh and my like, God. <laughs> and like, what happens if you accidentally give birth inside? And then they have to take the baby out. But then you're any who gave birth to the baby. Oh my is just God. like, never gets to see that baby ever again. Oh my God. Yeah. And there's one part I kind of want to tell you about. Oh my but, God. And there's, yeah. This is crazy. This is on Hulu? No, it's on Apple TV. Oh shit. Okay. You can use my login if you want. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Take that, Steve Jobs. Um, he's rolling in his grave. <laughs> I forgot he died. <laughs> Shout out, Steve Jobs. I was um, thinking Bill Gates in my head. Um, Not him. So, anyways, yeah. I don't want to spoil too much more of it, but it is so good. That sounds very good. Yeah. I will definitely need to check that out. Definitely check God that out. Damn. Monolith must watch Severance. Mana must watch this week for me. Uh, we talked a little bit about him earlier. A little lad called Alex Garland. Oh. He's got a little movie out a couple years back mm-hmm. called Annihilation. Oh, my God. Yes. Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is in that movie? Yeah, the the lady who Popular is actresses. in Daisy Domergue. What the hell's that girl's name? I know. I, th- I had it at the tip of my gun. Oh, man. It's right on the tip of my tongue. I Jennifer say, Jason Lee, yeah, Gina Rodriguez, you. Tessa thank Thompson. You. Thank you, thank you. Oh yeah, Tessa Thompson's in Tessa that. Tessa Thompson. Baby. Oh, I forgot she was in that. And Oscar Isaac is also in this movie. Oh yeah, duh. I Plenty about of that fans too. of him out there. So why don't you go watch his movies? Annihilation is going to be my next tattoo for oh, sure. That's genius. That's yeah. a good one. This whole arm's going to be annihilationy. I think. I love. I love that idea. And when you watch the movie, you'll see why. It is a. Read the books too. Books are also very good. We've both read those. Mm-hmm. Amazing books. Great books. But uh, Alex Garland's Annihilation is is probably one of my favorite sci-fi horror movies of all time. Yeah. It I is agree. such a perfect blend of both. And it uses 
almost a Lovecraftian sense of horror where you just don't really know what the fuck is going on, but there is so there's there are scientific connections you can make to what is happening. Yeah. And it's it's just it's so good. It is so visually appealing and also horrific. It's uh it's a it's a wonderful movie. If you haven't seen it before, I highly, highly recommend it. Oh, it's so good. Especially with the popularity of men. If you saw that trailer and you're like, damn, that looks so good. Go watch Annihilation. Same with Ex Machina. Same with Ex Machina. Yeah. Ex Machina is also really good. So there you go. You got a twofer. He had a two for one. Mm-hmm. So Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Yeah. All right. I can't stop eating. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about. Uh, well, okay. We mentioned earlier before the show, we've got a couple different things we want to talk about. I, I mm-hmm. want to figure out how we want to transition into some of these. You want to talk about April Fool's Day first? Or you want to talk about Austin Powers first? I have more to say about Austin Powers, so maybe we should dive into April Fool's first. All right. It's Unless April you have Fool's more to say about April Fool's. Actually, no. Let's let's go Austin Powers first because I, I got a good way to do this. Okay. All right. Austin Powers, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I'll be genuinely honest here. I don't know... If I've got necessarily too much to say, mm-hmm. I'm just excited to talk about Austin Powers. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't. Okay, let's start where we always. We're do. of course talking when, about the trilogy of movies: International Man of Mystery, mm-hmm. Spy Who Shagged Me, and Gold Member. Gold Member. Yes, starring Mike Myers as most of the characters. Mm-hmm. We've got Both um, the protagonist and antagonist uh-huh, of all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy Vernon. I think that's his name. Or mm-hmm. no, Vern Troyer, something like that. Vern Troyer. Yeah, I think Vern Troyer is right. And then um, Heather, this is fucked up. Beyonce Knowles, I know she's in them. Beyonce Knowles is in the Austin Powers movies. She's in Goldmember, which is hilarious. Foxy Cleopatra. <laughs> yep. We've got Elizabeth Hurley, who plays Vanessa Kensington. And then Mrs. in Kensington. the second movie, Ms. we have got Heather Graham, who plays... Felicity Shagwell. <laughs> Hilarious. Name. Shagwell by name. Shag very well by reputation. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, we've got Michael York as Basil. And then we've got, oh, Scott, Seth Green. We got a really good one in Goldmember, too. Can I announce it? Of course. Michael Caine as uh, yeah. Nigel Powers. Austin Powers' Faja. His Faja. Oh, my God. I totally forgot that Michael Caine plays fucking Nigel Powers in this Yeah, movie. there is some star power in that one, but we'll get Seriously. there. Seriously. We'll get there. We'll get there. Now, did you watch these movies as a kid? Yes. Yeah, me too. Almost a lot. I watched them a lot. Yeah, they kid. were h- hilarious. So funny. And they're still very funny. Mm-hmm. But I do think all of these are bad movies. I'll cl- get that right <laughs> out of the way. They're all, almost every single one of these movies is hilarious and bad at the same time. I got a take. Okay. I think Goldmember is genuinely good. I think Spy Who yeah. Shagged Me is probably the worst of the three. Yeah, I would And agree. International Matter of Mystery is a bad, funny movie. It's like a, a hilarious movie. That's why it's good. They just but other all. Than that, I guess my hottest take about all three, so we don't really need to dive into each one necessarily specifically, but my mm-hmm. biggest feeling on all of them is that every single movie has this just, they all have just really bad stuff, like really racist shit. Oh, yeah. Like that's not, like it's funny, but it's not good, if uh-huh. that makes sense. Like, I agree with that. I get the joke they're going for, but some of it's just like, this is not good. Like, um, and then the other thing that I think is less of like a, you know, 
a woke way to look at it, but just like my genuine opinion is a lot of these just don't let the bit go fast enough. I can agree with that for sure. Uh, There's definitely and it a lot ruins of matures, a lot like, of the comedy. Wrap it up. Like the mole thing in Goldmember is just not fucking <laughs> funny. It's not that funny. Like by the time <laughs> he's going, mole, 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 I'm like, all right, I'm over it. Yeah, I'm like, all right, it's too much. It's too much. And but when he's first introduced, it's hilarious. It is hilarious. It, mm. the, just, I wish they would have just let the fa- the joke be that he's a mole with a mole on his face yeah that's funny enough on his own yeah i can't stop there that's that they got to keep going and going and going and going uh lots of hilarious body humor in gold member though especially with mini me <laughs> dude is just getting absolutely oh god wrecked oh yeah and it's hilarious the part where he's on his shoulder <laughs> oh it's so funny so um uh, the- Let's start with number one, I guess. Let's okay. start with the International Man International of Mystery. Yeah. The classic, the original. The OG. Now, I think a good starting point with all these movies, too, is I think spe- I watched these movies as a kid with mm-hmm. no knowledge of spy movies. Yeah, yeah. Had never seen James Bond. This so, was my intro to spy movies. Yeah, so it's a spe- it's really funny to think I watched it as a kid and I was like, I don't know what is being made fun of, but I just think the movie's funny. <laughs> this is just funny. But especially watching it now, it's, it's like after watching like James Bond and after watching Mission Impossible and shit yeah. like that, it's just... It's even funnier. It is even funnier. <laughs> Especially just knowing what shit is supposed to be. Like, it's just so funny to me that – because Mike Myers wrote some of these, didn't he? He wrote all of them. He wrote all of them. Okay. Yeah. Him and another guy. I can't remember the other writer's name. It's I'll so it funny that Mike Myers is like <laughs> this unresistible fucking man. And he's horrible looking. Horrible looking, right? It's so funny to me. It's Mike Myers and Michael McCullers is the two writers. Double Mike. He also wrote Boss Baby. Mike Squared. That uh, explains funny. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think, especially knowing that like just, uh, what, what makes a spy movie and mm-hmm. just what they take from that and like spoof the fuck out of it. It's so funny. It's so fucking What funny. he fucking wears is ridiculous. He wears these like velvet suits <laughs> oh with these puffy God. collars and shit. And it's so funny. God damn. That's good shit. It's also just mostly funny to me because like, yeah, he, Mike Myers himself is not like a bad looking guy he's like a normal looking yeah, guy he's a regular looking fella but austin powers is ugly yeah he's got like this shag not like the shag hairdo that people do now but it's just shaggy like 60s beatles looking hair and is mike myers british or no i don't know i forgot to look it up i can't remember because he does an amazing scottish accent it's also pretty funny too because he if he's it's kind of fucked up but it's actually pretty hilarious if he's not british because like they just give him like horrible teeth Oh, Which terrible! Is like team. one of just those things. Yeah, and he's just got like. There's a part where he looks at his reflection in the mirror, and he's specifically looking at his teeth, and the mirror fucking breaks. <laughs> and, and like, just the whole characterization of him is just this irresistible sex machine. Mm-hmm. Like, dude is just his fucking mojo is out the wazoo. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It is so goddamn funny. It's so funny. It's so funny. And I think just like that core point is just like. <laughs> the base for most of the humor it's just like it's just really funny yeah. to see this ugly guy just be like just like ripping on his chest shirt and he's just like got his hairy chest and he's like oh baby yeah baby and the just women like, are like my swooning. mission was to kill you but i can't do I it gotta fuck you <laughs> and we talked about it the other day but like the theme song is pretty fucking good great music in these movies good lord which i don't know if it's an original but uh this is i don't think it is in fact but mm. Well, Either way, it's fucking great. It slaps. Doesn't that just... I just want to groove out, you know what I mean? I just want to walk. One of the other things that I think is really... I just want to croon it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, just like... I want to croon it. 
It's also just really funny that they. I'm just gonna let this rock in the background. Um, oh, great idea. Great idea. They. They just have like these little transitions for no reason in these no, movies. Does that too. I like which that. I was like, this is like that '70s show or something. Like, what kind of weird TV oh, yeah. show transitions? <laughs> and it's just is like it? this fucking like dance stage. It's like wow, wow, wow. It's playing like some rock it's music, and then it shows Austin Powers' face, and he's zoomed in doing a goofy expression. And yeah. It's just that's not actually happening. That's, that's just, just how they cut thing. to the next scene. Yeah, oh, it's pretty hilarious. It's funny too because when you think about stuff like that, especially like watching them like i noticed it especially with spy with shag it was the spy who shagged me and like mostly a negative way but uh-huh. all the movies kind of have it where like it's not quite like a total spoof parody movie right it's its own it has, story at the same time but it has a lot of like shit that is really common in those movies like a big one is like obvious wires during stunts yeah <laughs> um and also just obviously stuntmen that are not the actual actors right. like there's a really funny one in Goldmember during the intro where uh one steven spielberg is doing cartwheels and it's just that's obviously not steven <laughs> not spielberg steven. he's doing like backflips yeah yeah and then at the very end it shows austin powers like doing yeah backflips right and he's like catching his hands and he's doing another backflip he does it all the way down this red carpet just out of frame of the camera and then it just shows Mike Myers' face like pop up and he's just exhausted because he's just doing a backflip. Like just weird <laughs> shit like that that are so common in like spoof parody movies right. that are just it, but that's not what this is exactly. Like there's still a plot and it's still like some parts are not meant to be taken seriously but like there is a coherent story happening <laughs> with characters and shit like that. I think that's so funny. And they do have like a character development. Yeah, exactly. I know that's like where it's hard with some of the, like the critiques I guess I'd have of these movies or whatever is like, you know, how much of it is self-aware like well, yeah, but we're making fun of how racist the other James Bond movies are mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like one of the just it's a really funny bit and it just gets worse as they go on is like that he just meets like like all the women in these movies are just like they only explain why Miss Kensington goes away mm-hmm. in the in the second movie, but they don't even fucking bother to explain. Like Clista was like she went to two to 1999 with him mm-hmm. and is just there. Like she's from mm-hmm. the '60s, like, and then he just left her ass there. Like. Yeah, because Goldmember doesn't explain it, right? No, they just she's just gone. She's just yeah. So yeah. she just went to the '90s, and she's from the '60s. Yeah, and, and same we with don't know Beyonce. Where she, is now. she went to 2002, and she's from the '70s. Oh my god, those fucking scenes where Austin Powers is showing Foxy like the internet. Oh, that's pretty funny. Oh my god, so that's pretty hilarious. Yeah, but like, and then we also meet like kind of secondary characters in the show that are in the movies that are like their whole gimmick is just to have like an innuendo name. Mm-hmm. So in the first one, we get Halada, Halada Vagina. Halada Vagina. Hilarious. And it's also funny too, because whenever Austin hears those names in all the movies, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he's like, what you say? The, what's like, the- you kiss your mother with that mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the, fucking, the fucking part in oh, the fuck. first movie when he gets unthawed and then he's like, I think it's in, actually, I might be thinking of something else. I can't remember. I want to talk about though the second movie. She the the character's name is uh it's a, a Russian. Ivana Hump a lot. Yeah, Ivana yeah. Ivana Hump a lot. Then the third one is where it gets kind of racist and it's fuck me and fuck Ooh, you. Yeah, a, and those ones are pretty bad. bad one, yeah. Those ones are pretty bad. Uh, the scene's funny because they're not the butt of the joke is not them. Yeah, it's, it's like just the, he's not like knowing. It, it, yeah, it's Austin yeah. not knowing and that part's just pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, that that whole thing is just kind of rough. I really love in the first movie when he gets unthawed mm-hmm. and it's fresh after the cold war and he thinks it's still the middle of the cold war <laughs> and he's like make those capitalist pigs pay for their crimes and he's like, like austin, we want we austin, want austin. <laughs> he's like he's like oh yeah capitalism. capitalism man yeah pretty fucking hilarious yeah, so funny <laughs> hilarious 
Um, but yeah. <laughs> that's also just funny. Like that's just such a joke that I get now. But as a kid, I was like, I, right over my what fucking the fuck head. Is this guy talking about, yeah, but yeah I didn't even now. think that. I was just like, just wasn't. I probably laughed attention. at it as a kid and just I don't know. He's Austin Powers. He's funny. And then there's also just a lot of like potty humor that I think it's so bad. Some of it lands, but it does still land. Some of it is bad. Some of it. Some is, is just fucking dumb. One of the bits that I don't remember until we watched it, but I was like, this is stupid but i was laughing my ass off mm-hmm. was the fucking shit part where he's drinking sh- drinking fat <laughs> bastards shit that's one of the good ones it that's was one of the good so ones. fucking stupid but it was hilarious it's it was so hilarious. dumb and it's so obvious and just everybody's reactions around him who does know is so <laughs> fucking funny because nobody's doing anything about it other it's than just like, like disgusting and You're just disgusting the whole for doing that. situation is so impossibly stupid like why would they brew coffee why would they put a stool sample in a tea kettle shaped glass? Yeah, I like and, how the the coffee vessel and the shit vessel are the exact same, and they're one thing. foot apart, both out, made out of glass, so you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then it's so hilarious. gross what he's saying. He's drinking. He's like, it's a bit nutty, and it's just like in his teeth. He's like, this basil, <laughs> this coffee smells, smells like, like shit. <laughs> Austin, it is shit. He's like, oh, very good, old chap. Very good. Drinks it. <laughs> Fucking yeah, dumb. pretty funny. Everybody's like, "Ugh." What's a moment that for you doesn't land then? Oh, see, those are the ones I try to forget about the movies. Yeah. Those are always the ones that I always forget about. There's uh, a lot of moments with uh, the mole's a good one. Uh, honestly, the one with Will Ferrell, where he's like, "You got to ask me three times." That's also a bit that overstays it. Welcome. Yeah, oh yeah, for but sure. But when it first happens, it's like that's funny. It's funny the first time he says it. And also with uh, his character, I think it happens to him in two of the movies where he gets hurt and then he's like begging for help for like five or six minutes and yeah, he just like, hurts himself more. And that's another one. I'm like, all right. It's <laughs> dragging on and on Get it over with. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I think like for me, my least favorite parts of the movie, like I know we love Fat Bastard. Oh, I fucking love Fat Bastard. But it is, is the comedy derived from the fact <laughs> that he's a fat guy? I think it's just how, like, disgusting he acts. Right. Not so much how dis- – I mean, they're definitely making him, like, a gross fat person. Right. Like, that's, like – like, they make him greasy all the fucking time and yeah. shit. But, like, also just, like, his – what he talks about and his, what he does is gross. He talks about, like, eating babies yeah, and shit. Yeah, that and he's, whole like, thing just is greasy. fucking hilarious. When yeah, he that's sees, funny. When he sees Mini-Me, he's, he's like, oh, give me that baby. baby. Yeah. It's also really funny because you can definitely tell that Mike Myers is Shrek when he's playing Fat Bastard. Yeah. Because there's even a part where he's like, don't, <laughs> don't get it. And I was like, yeah. that was Shrek. That was Shrek talking. <laughs> that was pretty hilarious. Oh, yeah. That's good. But, that's good. And then even with Mini-Me, like, honestly, I think it's, it's hard because, like, okay, is his name Mini-Me? Is that offensive? Mm, yeah, I guess. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I'll, I guess I'll let, you know, little people decide that or whatever. Yeah. But also... I feel like Vern Troyer is one of the most iconic, like, little actors that I can think of. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so as well. And he's, like, he's got, like, other stuff, too. Like, because I'm pretty sure he, and he died, which is, you know, very shout sad. out to Vern Troyer. Very yeah. sad. Rest in peace. Vern. I think he died a couple of years ago. Yeah, I remember that. Um, sad. But his introduction is just, oh, my. He's probably my favorite character. Oh, my God. The fucking noises he makes. And it's sad. <laughs> He's just like, mm. like the fucking the the fight scene with oh, him God. and Austin and the spy who shagged me, oh and he's like God. banging his fucking head on the thing, and just like the part where he throws 
falls over. So fucking oh, funny. And it's like, you know, maybe that's the same thing as the fat bastard. It's like, I'm just laughing at the physical comedy of this. And I'm like, it is, but I'm not like, I don't feel like he's necessarily the butt of the joke. I'm not laughing because I'm like, Haha, he's a small person. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, the physical comp, the fact that Austin Powers can pick this person, <laughs> uh, this man up and just throw him across the room. I think it's also room. funny because it's sad. Yeah. It's like, because even like right after it starts playing sad music and I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, like, he's oh, just sorry, little fellow. He's a little guy. <laughs> yeah, like that's just fucking funny. It is so funny, and it's oh god, it, oh my god, that whole part is. And then it's I love when he switch. I mean, we're kind of jumping around here, but I oh really yeah, care. when he switches sides he with Nigel, sides and gold member. That's another great example because like <laughs> it's just funny that him and Nigel are just bonding. He's like, he's like, hey, see what you're working with here. Yeah, yeah. And, like pulls his dick out. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, he's a tripod. He's a tripod, <laughs> and he's also like, oh. and he, like yeah, he's like, you can wait. He's like, God, stand if you get tired. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, that part's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, and then he's dressed in like an Austin Powers get up complete with wig and glasses. And the fucking teeth. Oh yeah, what'd you think of uh, uh, the fight scene between him and Austin Powers and Goldmember when they just see each other and he's like, no, 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 no. And he like holds up the peace sign and Austin's like, the last time you did that to me, you fucking and gold me. Oh, in Goldmember. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that part's pretty fucking hilarious too. Same thing. <laughs> it's especially him. funny because when he's like, I'm not trying to fight. And Austin's like, I'm going to fucking get your ass. <laughs> and he's hitting him on the fucking head with the golf <laughs> Doesn't club. Doesn't he like put him in a pillowcase and like whack him around with yeah. shit? Oh my the, God. Uh, one of the, like the movie, does, the, all of them have just really funny visual gags that yeah, are like, for sure. like Austin's like, he remembers the peace sign and then he thinks back to the second movie when he did the peace sign and then he kicked his ass anyways and he's like yeah. i'm not gonna let you trick me this time and he grabs a beer bottle and he smashes it <laughs> oh, yeah, and then the mini, mini me grabs a little mini bottle out of the fridge and smashes yeah. it that's like that's class that's, that's shit, hilarious dude. he's got a little bottle yeah <laughs> like that's just so fucking funny yeah yeah and there's just lots of really funny like visual gags in the i just think that like regardless like i said they are bad movies they're but i feel like i love they're some of my favorite bad movies if that makes Definitely. sense like they're they just, honestly like comfort movies for me yeah like i love watching them and they just have like so many good moments of physical comedy even if it is potty humor that mm. i just think are so fucking funny like yeah it, the shadow bit is just oh, funny every consistent damn time gag, they do it. and it's always good it's always funny it's always good doesn't overstay it's welcome it's great one of my favorite favorite gags that they do in gold member that i was like laugh i was down here by myself watching it this morning <laughs> laughing my fucking ass oh, i off, love that is when th- there's this part where mini me is helping austin powers and they're trying to sneak into wherever right and then th- and then austin's like oh they're gonna notice if there's two of us and he's like well one of us, one of us is gonna have to stand on the, on the other, other one's shoulders and then it just shows austin in a yeah. trench coat so and then <laughs> it zooms legs. out and you just see mini me's little legs <laughs> under and it's just so fucking funny and mm. the cgi hasn't aged very well like you can see that it's like it yeah. just looks like shit but then there's a part where he's walking in the hall uh. and this guy pulls him in and he's like you really thought you'd get away with it and he's like yeah and he's like nope you got to come in here. We need a urine sample. And then so he's like, uh, okay. And then the doctor turns around and there's a little cup of apple juice right there. And so he hands Mini-Me the apple juice and then is holding the cup down. And then Mini-Me is just spitting the apple juice into the cup. Really and then, aggressively and, too. And then the doctor turns around and he just sees the shadow. He just sees it. He doesn't even see the shadow. He sees actual him, but he just thinks Austin's actually peeing and the, the apple juice is just like all over the <laughs> And like split spraying all over his hand and the floor and the cup and it oh is just God. and then every time it shows Minnie Me's face just like 
it is just so fucking funny. Uh, it's also there's also a really funny bit like right off. after that where he's like, all right, here's a urine sample, and he like trips he's a little bit. And just, it oh, I'm sorry, he just gets it all over the guy's like all touching right. his face. Yeah, it's so hilarious. Funny. And there's also a part too where I think it's like when they're like relaxing, like they take the coat off, and I think it's just I think it's mini me's like taped to him for one point. Yeah, and they're like sharing an apple, but it looks like his like dick has an arm or something. Yeah, and he's like throwing the apple up. Yeah, throwing the apple casually. He takes a bite out of it and then gives it to him. <laughs> like just <laughs> oh, they're so God. elaborate. They're just so overly elaborate. It's so funny. Yeah, those are easily the best bits in the movies. I think or whenever there's some kind of shadow bit or something's going on that's like the other characters. It's like oh, here it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Same Another one the, that's like really memorable for me is when he's like next to the the peeing angel statue. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. And then he's, and he's like trying to <laughs> and he's like kicking his leg and it's just like coming out behind the statue. <laughs> There's like asparagus there. And he's oh, it's a bite of asparagus and he's like <laughs> he's just pissing more and it stinks. <laughs> like it's just it's so oh god, stupid. It's dude. so stupid, but it is so fucking funny. Yeah. And like there's some like, like I said, like especially with the spoof stuff is stuff that like I feel like it some of it's aged really bad and some of it is aged so fucking funny. Like there's one <laughs> There's one with Fat Bastard where he's about to like jump over all the hot pools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I hope my wire theme's ready. And the watcher's <laughs> yeah. like, and it just shows them holding Whoa. on to it. And he's just flipping the air for like 30 minutes and the wire team gets fucked up and he's just hanging there. Other just iconic moments, you got the Michael, I think his name's Malcolm McDowell. And he's like, no! And they're like, get out of the way! Oh, yeah. No! Get out of the way! And they run him over and they're yeah. like, get out. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's a that's a super memorable one. Uh, there's one that is <laughs> kind of racist. The 45-point turn is classic. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a, that. Yeah, that's iconic. Uh, another one I'm like, mm, this is a little bit racist. Yeah. Is the subtitle one? I, I think... <sighs> I know what you mean. <laughs> it's just really clever and i guess it's not really making fun of the language it's making fun of subtitles if anything right and even then i feel like it's not even necessarily making fun of them it's just a really clever way to break the fourth wall as a for a visual gap i really like that i can agree with that too yeah no i still think it's fucking hilarious yeah but there's one and a lot of it too is like austin's reading it and like (laughs) <laughs> what it, he thinks is saying doesn't even make sense, but it's an insult to him anyway. He's like, your ass is happy. Yeah. It's also just so funny that he's like, the one he says, like, I have a big rod. And then he, or he's like, I have a, I have a huge rod. And then he's like, what? And then the subtitles move and it's like a rodent problem. And then he's like, well, that's not really relevant to what we're talking about. He's like, yeah, I know, but I just thought I would mention it. Like, it's <laughs> just dumb shit like stupid. that. But just the visual gag of like, oh, it looks like the subtitles say that because the rest of the subtitle is over mm-hmm. something that's also white is I was like, that's pretty clever. That's yeah, pretty, it's pretty clever. funny. It's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. There's a lot of bits like that that I'm like, oh, yeah. There's also just a lot of like just jokes that are said that are just sincerely like well written. That's a well written funny joke. Like there's one that is so funny to me. Probably one of my favorites on all the movies. In, it's in Goldmember. Uh-huh. It's when Nigel and Austin Michael Caine and uh, Mike Myers are talking to Goldmember for the first time. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Goldmember's Dutch. Right. And he's just like oh. offering him all this Dutch shit, like a smoker pancake. A smoker pancake? Yeah, all that Bagel stuff. Bagel a bong? And yeah. then <laughs> Nigel Powers is like, there's only two things I hate in this world. People who are insensitive to other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> it's also just really it's funny because so for the rest of the movie, whenever <laughs> – Whenever Nigel Powers has these little microaggressions towards Dutch people, everyone's always like, oh. like Austin's always like, oh, God, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> my racist dad. <laughs> One of my fucking uh, favorite bits in Goldmember is mm-hmm. when they introduce Goldmember. And he comes out on roller skates and he's like, hello, everybody. And he's like, I'm Dutch. And he's like, isn't that weird? <laughs> it 
I'm from Holland. Isn't that weird? Oh, it's just so fucking funny that he says that. he says it twice. There's another part where he's like, isn't like he's just talking about how he's from Holland. He's like, isn't that weird? <laughs> That's just such a fucking funny line to write. Which one part where Dark Eagle just says, "You weird Dutch bastard." Yeah, and then the oh, whole God. thing where he keeps eating his skin flakes. Fucking disgusting. Yeah. That's also a theme. I feel like I really notice a lot more in these movies. Is there's a lot of like body humor that mm-hmm. is totally based on just disgusting shit mm-hmm. but gold members i think like the epitome of that he like is just old and like sunburnt all the time and he's just <laughs> peeling constantly and one he collects his peels there's a peel box with a bunch of peeled skin in there but Dry also peeled. he just eats it like eats chip. like chips yeah exactly oh my god that is gross yeah it's fucking pretty terrible um one thing i want to talk about before we move on because i think this is like a really big part of the movies that we haven't really gotten to yet mm-hmm. is the intros yeah. Oh, Amazing yeah. intros Great in these intros. movies. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't remember the first one super well. I think that one's pretty much just like – just. I, it, well, actually, I do remember. I we just watched it the other day. We did. We just watched it. What? It's very like Beatles-esque. Like he's just running around. Women are chasing him and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just uh, – Goldmember, I think, for sure. Easily. For sure has the best intro. Goldmember just has so many – cameos yeah it's and uh, just like yeah the fucking budget increase is so obvious yeah it's so funny to me first of all i think the gold member i think what's so funny too and maybe like these movies don't get enough credit is they do track a really interesting line in just the development of spy movies at the time yeah because like the fact that tom cruise is in gold member yeah. is even funnier because of the fact that like Mission Impossible was coming out right then. Yeah, like that's crazy. That is so fucking funny that I know, he was I love in that. it. But that you know they they're definitely kind of making fun of. I would say that intro is definitely making fun of like the Pierce Brosnan, James Bond era of movies. Kind of reminded me of Mission Impossible too a little bit. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent. And just like the opening intro, and it's like somewhere in Utah, which I was like, shout out Utah, <laughs> and the that's us. And then you just see Austin Powers come. Skydiving, and he, his introduction is a blue jumpsuit with like the British flag and on it. The helmet, and it yeah. just says "A Powers" on his parachute <laughs> jumper thing. It's so oh funny. my god! And then big plot reveal is that it's a movie within the movie, and mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is playing Austin Powers. Kevin Spacey is playing mm. Doctor Evil. Danny DeVito is playing Mini Me. Hey, it's me! It's Mini Me! Come and get me! <laughs> <He's> fucking got <laughs> a cigar. <laughs> It's especially funny because Minnie Me doesn't say anything. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't say anything. talk. It's so funny. And Gwyneth Paltrow just plays like a like a, yeah, a she Bond plays, girl she or plays, a Powers girl in this in this case. And her name is Dixie Normus. Name's Dixie. Dixie, Dixie Normus. Normus. Yeah, hilarious. Her na- oh funny name for a girl in character because it's like wait, what? I guess it's the same thing as a lot of. Well, no, it's not. Anything. I think something that I think like if if given to the right communities would be such a popular meme is fucking Tom Cruise in his wig saying. Well, Dixie, should we shag now or shag later? Yeah, hilarious. Oh, my God, dude. That is so funny. It's also really funny, too, because then it's like Tom Cruise is Austin Powers in Austin, Austin Pussy, Pussy, which is just like... That is just it? not a joke I imagine anybody in 2007 making. Yeah, no. It's hilarious, <laughs> though. And then it's also really funny because that intro is then brought back up at the end and it totally took me by surprise. Oh, yeah. And they're like, gold member. Then he turns around and it's John oh, Travolta. Oh, John Travolta. <laughs> That's right. That oh, was my hilarious. God. I love that. I think one of my favorite moments after that initial intro is when the intro is still going to the movie 
movies and it's back to actual Austin Powers and he's running around doing Austin Powers stuff again <laughs> is when he runs into the factory and oh, yeah. Britney Spears is in there Britney and then they Spears. have a little dance off. It's oh, great. that part is great. Mm. I loved that. That was so it gold member is probably my favorite. It's pretty easily good. my favorite. It's, yeah, it's I want to rank them too, but I also just want to I kind of want to shout out. I kind of want your take on this, because if I remember right, 2007 was during the time that like a lot of media was representing Britney Spears in like a really bad way, right? Or 2002. Is it... This is, this would definitely be oh, f- that's before right. it's her okay. kind of like her media spiral uh-huh. or whatever. So uh-huh. no, this is definitely like still like well, Britney's was, pop era. I was going to praise it because I'd be like, they just dance off with her. Yeah, they don't but, make fun of I her. I mean, considering but, that wasn't really at the time. And never mind. Still yeah. cool she's in it though. It Beyonce is cool. and Britney Spears are an Austin Powers gold member. That's yeah, fucking third awesome. One. There's a lot of in this just there's a lot of star power in these movies that I'm like I'm just really surprised you got all these people to be in this movie. I know. Gwyneth Paltrow, Steven Spielberg, Michael fucking Kane. Yeah. And Michael Kane's a central character. He's not even a cameo character. He's yeah. a he's Austin Powers fucking dad. Oh my Nigel god, hilarious. Powers. I don't I know. I know this is like a very scatterbrained review of these movies. Genuinely, I think that these movies are no one should go into these movies with expectations of like, they're just fun movies. Oh, they're great. They're just fun so comfort fun movies. Yeah. All six out of tens in my opinion, but mm-hmm. I love them all. And they're like sixes because of just some of the a little more things I just can't look past kind of stuff. Yeah. But they're all just I would I would buy these in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. I'm oh, so. There's got to be a 4K box. Set. I hope so. Oh, that'd be so cool. With a little shag slip cover. <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. Uh, um, probably hideous. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm very surprised we haven't seen a number four yet. I was going to say, because Goldmember does end on a cliffhanger. And a cliffhanger that's totally plausible that I'm like, I'm surprised they haven't come back. It's also yet. a bit of a weird cliffhanger, because the ending is also like, okay, so all those events happen, then they made a movie out of it. Austin is watching the movie with his girlfriend, Beyonce, and Fat Bastard isn't evil <laughs> anymore, and now he's got all this extra skin. And he's he's lost a bunch of weight, yeah. Dr. Evil is a powers. Mm-hmm. Doctor cool. Evil's his brother. I was gonna say that's Spoiler cool. Alert. But it's, I, I guess it's just funny. It's, it's cool. not cool. It's funny. <laughs> no, that's cool lore, dude. That's really cool. Powers lore. Uh, and then it shows Seth Green, who is Doctor Evil. Oh god, too. it's also really fucking funny that he's balding the whole movie. Oh my, oh my and every god. time Doctor Evil sees him, he's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> Sorry about that. Clip the mic. But he's always like, "Whoa!" Doctor Evil has very fucking hilarious physical oh tone because god, I was just he like, "Does one of the fun?" Yeah, you're right. Goldmember is so funny when Goldmember's like. Can I paint his willy gold? And then Dr. Evil just wheels around in his chair and he rolls over and he's like, how about no? <laughs> Fucking so goddamn oh, funny. Yeah. yeah how I, about no? Honestly, big big shout out to Mike Myers, who is like, he's playing all these he's different characters. He's a great character actor. Yeah. Like, he is so good with just his subtle mannerisms and body movements between Austin Powers, Dr. Evil, Goldmember, and Fat Bastard. I, you genuinely forget that he's all of I yeah. always forget that he's Dr. Evil and Austin Powers. Yeah. Like, just how his face is moving when he's Dr. Evil and just how he's moving like exactly how you're right like how he's just in the chair and he's just like or when the chair won't so stop funny. spinning around and he's like okay he's like okay okay, okay. he's like oh no i'm sick oh, i'm sick I'm, it's also just yeah uh, dr evil is just a very that's the whole fucking pinky and the fuck classic it's iconic and there's also so many musical numbers in these movies i know i noticed that too when we were watching spy who shagged me i was like man there's a, there's a lot more there's of this two than I remember. just in that one i yeah. think and then, and then, yeah, all the intros have, like, a super elaborate, like, fucking seven different san- dance scenes. And the, the fucking hard knock life scene in Goldmember is pretty <sighs> hilarious. So good. I, I meant to rewatch Goldmember, like, last night or today or something, but uh-huh. I, I might go watch it tonight. It's good, dude. It's, it's pretty such funny. A, I, I, I genuinely really like Goldmember. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty funny movie. I think it's so funny. 
but I do, I do like these movies. Um, what were you going to say when you said you wanted to bring up one more thing? Uh, there's one more moment I want to highlight. And that's a part where <laughs> I think it's young Dr. Evil and spy who shag or, uh, number two in spy who shagged me. Who's like, Dr. Evil, this is a great plan, but what if we did this? <laughs> Dr. was like, Oh, you want to, you want to wear the big boy pants? You want to be daddy? And he's like, he's like, bouncing. <laughs> Sounds fucking thrown in his face. <laughs> He's like, you're going to cry? You want to be daddy? Oh, my God. That part's so fucking dumb. Hilarious. Uh, Pretty anyways. fucking hilarious. Well, Isaac, I think it's time we rank him. All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear your fucking ranking of him. Here we go, everyone. It's time for the monolith rank. Gold member, International Man of Mystery, and then Spyro Shagney. Yeah. And like I said, they're all close for me. But that's, yeah. Honestly, for me, a gold member's like significantly better than the other really interesting. and then i'd say international man of mystery is like it's a little bit worse than gold member but i still think it's really good and spider shag me honestly I, I could really pass on that one mm-hmm. i don't really care for that one i think there's way too much toilet humor in that one yeah that just doesn't really land doesn't really work that well and that was the monolith <laughs> rank that's austin powers ranked it's pretty funny though yeah all of them are just exactly like that what do you think a potential number four would you want a potential number four my thing is that one thing that they haven't done yet that i'm surprised they haven't done is they haven't gone to the future Hmm. that's a good point (laughs) you know what could be funny is if in four they're still in 2002 yeah exactly and And then they're like we gotta go to 2020 or something and it's like mid-covid or something that see i could absolutely see them doing. i could totally see them doing that and i don't think it would be very good no i think (laughs) no matter what it's not gonna be funny no i mean even considering not even that long after that movie wasn't the first comedy that mike myers did that was kind of in spirit of austin powers wasn't it like the love guru it was Cat in the Hat. He was in the Cat in the Hat. It was Cat in the Hat, hat after Austin Powers? 2004, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I remember uh, Love Guru being like the next like that was Mike Myers joke comedy uh, movie. And that movie like was Austin Powers. fucking Terrible, awful. terrible, awful. Oh, that movie. I don't even think it would be bad like that, though. I just think it would be not funny. Yeah. I feel like it would feel the same as the new Bill and Ted movie. Like, I think it would be like, yeah, kind of. this is fine, but it's kind just of, a little dry. Kind of. A little bit of white rice. Maybe this is a. I don't. This is an aggressive term to use, but I do kind of feel it about Bill and Ted. It's like, I kind of don't want to say it because I don't really feel that way about the movie. I feel this. I feel this word light, the light version of this word. It's a little sad. Sad? Sad just because, like, uh, a little pathetic? Yeah. Like, not even against those actors or the creators behind it. It's just like. It's like I wanted it until I see it. And then I'm like, okay. I'm okay with not Get having that in, feeling. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just kind of sad because now the original legacy has this on top of it. And it's kind of just trying to relive that. And it's not really working very well. I think you're right. I think Austin Powers is. Uh, Especially because Vern Troyer isn't going to oh, be in Oh, that's it. true. Like, that's. Yeah, and I that's just feel totally like at that true. point, it's like, whatever you explain that away with is just going to kind of disrespect the legacy of that character and the actor. Right. And it's also just, yeah, you're right. I kind of agree. Also imagine like an old Mike Myers trying to be like, yeah, baby. I don't know. I'd be like, "Ah, I don't want to see that. (laughs) Shout out to the kid who plays young Austin Powers. Oh my God. The casting they used for like college age, Austin Powers and Dr. Evil is like uncanny, especially (laughs) for Austin, but for Dr. Evil too. But oh my God, that kid looks just like him. He does great. Oh my God. Even like his voice. I don't know if, it, I almost thought for a second Mike Myers like dubbed over his voice or something, but yeah. I don't think that's what's happening. I think it's his actual voice. That's pretty hilarious, though. Pretty good bit in Gold Member 2 is just everybody points and laughs at Austin when his dad doesn't show up to Twice. very important events like being knighted He's and graduating like, from <laughs> spy school. They're just laughing at him. Yeah. Pretty hilarious. Yeah. 
but good, uh, good movies. But yeah, no. Oh Jesus, I don't want a fourth one. Please yeah, don't give me a fourth I one. I don't think. I think you. I think you're right. I think you've convinced me. I don't want that. Um, one thing. One last thing I want to praise is Mike Myers. Just comedic timing is most of the time really good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in these movies it doesn't land, but like. God, just some moments in these movies are just so perfectly timed by him, and it makes it so much funnier. Oh, yeah. Great so, stuff. Great comedian. Shout great out. Great guy, Mike Myers. He was in Inglorious Bastards. I always forget that. He's great. He's great in that movie for Shout five out seconds. To Mike Myers. Yeah, good guy. Gonna be sad when he goes. How old is he? He's an old bastard, isn't Let's he? Check it out. He's an old fat bastard. <laughs> Let's see. Mike Myers is. Oops, I looked up Mike Myers' age. Should I look up his net worth? <laughs> he's 58. He's not that old. Oh, he's not that he's old. He's not that old. Huh. He's got a way. Thought he was him. older. He'll be. He looks very her. different. Yeah, I see. I cannot imagine him as Austin Powers. Especially anymore. when he smiles. Like I'm like, I don't see Mike Myers in there anywhere. Huh. That's that very weird. That is him, but I think he's in prosthetics for whatever show that is for the Gong Show. Um. Yeah. Really interesting. But yeah, we Austin, love Mike Myers. Austin Powers. What a classic! Finally had a good chance to talk about it on the Monolith Filmcast. Oh yeah. Yeah, baby. And um, we, uh, you know, in the spirit of Austin Powers and the jokes and all that, we also, it's April Fool's Day is coming up. And really quickly, before we. This episode's actually about. (laughs) Yeah, jokes on you. Before we move on, I wanted to talk, maybe we save it. I'll ask you and you can decide. Do we save it for next week's pre-show or something? Or just like a later topic or whatever? But I wanted to ask you, kind of in the spirit of April Fool's Day, do you ever, do you have any like, you ever been pranked or just like not even necessarily a prank like can you think of a time when you were made the fool you were the damned fool the april fool yeah and uh i, I can think of a moment in junior high okay. and it's the thing about this story is like it's not like a super great story that i don't want to be like let's save this because sure. then it's gonna have different expectations on it but it's it's a good story though right it's a good story so maybe i should just say it um when I was in seventh grade, uh-huh. I was – I still have this, but I'm. It, it's going to start sad. It'll get funny. Don't worry about it. Uh, it in seventh grade, I and I still have a thing where I, I, I struggle like eating in front of people. Mm-hmm. Like I just get kind of uncomfortable unless I'm really close to somebody. Like I can eat in front of you or close to or, like my roommates or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I was a kid, especially eating in the lunchroom is like a fucking nightmare. Like I could not do that. I was like, oh my god, everybody's looking at me. What if I got shit on my face? What mm-hmm. if I fucking choke on something? Just some, <laughs> something stupid like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but – Oh my God! The nachos at Brockbank Elementary were calling my name. Brockbank Elementary, Brockbank Junior High were calling go. my name. Yeah, okay. I needed those nachos with a little bit of sour cream, some pico, <laughs> ground beef, cheese. Oh, I want those for lunch, baby, before English. Yeah. Uh, so I would sit with my friends and I would eat them, and I'd be like, "Oh my God, everybody's looking at me." Probably were because you were the only one eating nachos at Brockbank Junior High. That's not true. <laughs> um, and I had uh, a, yeah, a group of friends around me at the time. I mean, I, I, it feels weird to bring them up because, like, I I know who they are, but it feels weird to talk about them on this podcast story, right now. Sure. So, Use fake names. <laughs> okay. Anthony. And, okay. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, just a group of people. A group okay. of, like, five kids I was close friends with, right? Uh-huh. Uh, one day, after, like, a week of, I'm like, hey, I'm eating a lunch, and it's good. It tastes good. Uh, I find this note in my locker, <laughs> in, like, in the little slits. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I open it. And it's a secret admirer oh, of me, yeah. uh-huh. right? And I'm like, what is this? And I get I get the first letter, and it just it's really long. It just talks about like, hey, I have this big crush on you. I see you in class all the time. I think you're so good looking, and yada yada yada. You're so funny, whatever. I'm sure. like, I'm like, I'm I'm a seventh grade boy, right? Keep this in mind. I'm not a 24 year old man, mm-hmm. right? So I'm reading this. I'm like, hearts a flutter. I'm like, mm-hmm. who's this, right? And so I'm on edge. 
always. I don't tell anybody about it. That's not true. I tell my friends about it. I'm like, I got this note. Can mm-hmm. you believe this? They're like, what? what? Like, that's crazy. What's that note? That's crazy. You probably know where this story is going. Right. I sure fucking didn't. <laughs> so about- I wasn't one of these friends, by the way. No, Isaac, Isaac, Ethan, my my friends are my current friends. I I, I don't we associate with these people. After this, it was fucking over. Mm-hmm. That's not true. We just don't <laughs> talk anymore. Uh, that's fine. But uh, uh, anyway, so this goes on for like a couple of weeks. This is not a short time. Or maybe right. I just interpreted it as a longer time than it was. So I get another note. And one of them eventually says like, the way you eat those nachos is so good, good, so cute or whatever. I remember reading that being like, why the fuck would she say that? <laughs> <laughs> I remember being like, hmm. but I didn't think anything of it beyond that. I was like, Weird why would say. she say that? So then after that, I'm like, who the fuck is looking at me? Who is looking at me right now? It's got to be somebody nearby. <laughs> oh who is God. this girl? And so I'm looking around. I'm like, who is she? Who is she? Lo and behold, folks. My friends crowd around me with a final letter. I don't remember what the letter says, but they all laugh at me when mm-hmm. I read it. And uh, It was my dear old pals who had been writing the notes to me. Did you keep eating nachos after that? No. No, I didn't. <sighs> That's sad. So that ends kind of sad, but it's a funny story. And it I is a funny story. Um, side story, I just barely remembered. I literally had a kick me sign one time in a class in ninth grade. Did someone kick you? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's humiliating. It was humiliating. <clears throat> the only so. time the one of the one of the worst I don't think I've told the story on the podcast before, but you'll have to tell me if I have. Okay. And you I know you've heard this story before. <laughs> okay. I don't I don't know if I've heard the nacho story before. Oh yeah, no, I don't think I've ever told anybody that. <laughs> yeah. You were a fool. You were April I was fool. made quite a fool. I was made quite a fool as well once. Um in my first year of high school. <laughs> okay. That's a, that's a rough a, time. I'm a sophomore. We went to a junior high and a high school, not a middle school. So my first year of high school was 10th grade. Right. The summer before, right, all through junior high, I have had the crush on this girl uh-huh. who does not go to our school, right? She was a, she was a girl from a different school, right? Mm, your girlfriend. Swear she existed. Right. She wasn't my girlfriend. I just right. had a big old crush on her. Right. Uh, a girl who I had been like really good friends with as a kid, apparently, like a young kid, mm-hmm. and then didn't have her reintroduced into my life until seventh grade. Very formative years. Very formative. So I just I just developed this just crush on this girl mm-hmm. from the years from seventh to ninth grade basically, where I would just see her every four to six months and just God, just head over heels, right? Mm-hmm. And that was my relationship to this person. We were good friends, but I just was secretly so in love with her, right? Mm-hmm. We're at a barbecue one time in the summer between <laughs> i don't think i've told it on the podcast before no the summer between ninth and 10th grade we're at a barbecue and she's there and i'm like oh my god and i don't know anyone else at this barbecue it was like a my one of a work thing for my mom and so i was like okay i'm just gonna hang out with her the whole time because she's literally the only person i know mm-hmm. it might not have been summer it was it was early it was early in the school year warm. though yeah it was it was warm enough and uh we are talking about the school dance Mm-hmm. homecoming, homecoming. Mm-hmm. and and she goes um like you know uh she so we're just talking we're just talking the whole time right mm-hmm. and then she's like are you going to homecoming <laughs> and i'm like oh uh like i don't know <laughs> maybe I, I haven't really thought about it i'm it's my first year of high school i don't know yeah and then she's like oh well do you want to go and oh my god, you guys, my fucking as it goes, 
I'm like, what? My my I, my heart is like in the mask when it's like, Whoa. I was I was in love. I was like, holy shit! My my heart is like literally like beating in my chest. I was nervous. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god! Like, and I feel like time froze for a second. I had to hurry and think of what I was gonna say, right? And I was like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. I can't. Mm-hmm. I would never have asked her. Play never. Cool, I was I was too scared. I would never have asked her. Right? Play it cool, Isaac. Real so I play smooth. it cool, and I'm like. Finally, time resumes regular pace, and I'm like, um, like, I mean, yeah, sure. Like, I don't, like, keep in mind, she doesn't go to our school. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, do you want to go, like, to yours, or what do you mean? And then she's, and then she goes, huh? And I'm like, (laughs) and then then I'm like, okay, something's not right here. Oh, no. And I go, huh? And she's like. Yeah, like, I mean, like, do you want to go to that dance in general? Like, is that something you would want to do? And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, 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 I know, I totally, right, yeah, no, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, sure, like I said, like, I would maybe do that, it just, you could uh, go. It just depends, you like, could go. yeah, I, I could go, but... Yeah, uh, we'll see. Yeah, that's like not one of your deepest, darkest desires. Yeah, it's, I wouldn't love that. So, I am <laughs> appalled, and I'm pretty sure I'm like... Uh, I'm gonna go get a drink, right? And I did. I I remember I just going and go sitting. I remember just going and sitting in my mom's car for a minute and just being like, "Oh my fucking god!" And to this day, I don't know if, from her perspective, she was just confused because mm-hmm. it is so embarrassing to think that she was like, "Holy shit, this kid!" I oh. I accidentally just this kid thinks I asked him to the dance, and I did not mean to fucking do that. And it was horrible. Like, oh, and I was so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. the story doesn't even end there oh shit okay the, maybe i don't know this next part the rest of the night's fine whatever right i lick my wounds and we have a good rest of the barbecue right then back to high school one day i'm in graphics class and uh they call me out into the hall and they're like they're like can we like we just need to ask you a couple questions and everything is that all right and like it was like for a paper or something and i was like oh, sure i guess and so they're asking me questions and I'm like, yeah. And one of the questions that they asked me is like, tell us about an embarrassing story. Like, cause it was like a first day of high school type quiz or something they were doing. They were doing like a survey or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, that's a pretty funny story. So I tell them that story. Right. And then they're like, can we take your picture for it? And I was like, sure. And they take my picture. Now I am acne ridden mm-hmm. in this picture and I'm wearing an Imagine Dragons t-shirt that is <laughs> like very cheap material. Ugh. So it's ill fitted to me. Right. End of the school year rolls around. Tenth grade is over. I'm ready for summer break. I get that yearbook, pop that thing open. Guess what wasn't a quiz, but was in fact for oh. the school yearbook. Oh. So in my year high school yearbook, my first high school yearbook, there is a picture of probably one of the worst <laughs> adolescent pictures of me at just one of my worst transitional periods of time wearing an imagine dragons t-shirt a lot of hormones talking and in the, the description next to it says like an embarrassing story and it says the girl i had a big crush on i thought she was asking me to a dance and that's in the yearbook <laughs> that was by far i think the biggest time i've been a fool well it does end on a happy note though because i went to homecoming dance with her the next year this yeah. guy so i it, it all everything came up millhouse in the end oh, but uh that's a good story it's a oh man i know you can feel your yeah you can feel it it was chest. Ho- oh, that's dude. a that's a classic uh just it's a classic just, conundrum right that's there. a classic preteen story right there you know what and i <laughs> this might sound mean coming out mm-hmm. but i also have stories like that right sure. like i just i also just have times in my life just very vivid like oh yeah that's uh that's preteen stuff right there um and whenever i think about that i'm like 
damn, I'm happy I'm not a fucking kid anymore. Yeah, right, <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. And whenever I think of that, whenever I might be like, damn, this adult shit is rough sometimes. I got to pay bills. Oh, my car's broken. I got to go work. Right. <laughs> I can't pay my fucking rent. Right. But I'm like, well, <laughs> at least I'm uh, not in that moment again at least when I'm I was not, a kid. At least I don't think my crush is asking me to the school dance. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, it's a comedy of errors. You know, and I think Austin Powers and April Fool's Day and all this stuff. Austin Powers, the third one, came out in, what, 2002? 2002. Gr- a great 2000s like, comedy. More like 2000 poo. <laughs> You're telling me. And, uh, you know, so speaking of all this kind of stuff about being the fool, April Fool's comedies, 2000s comedies. has. <laughs> I think it's time we move on to the last segment of the show, Jake. We might have to be a little quick about it, but I think it's time for the top five, folks. You're looking to make a comeback? No, I'm looking to make a comeback. How dare you. I, you you're How sitting on the throne. You. I forgot. You're on the throne. Technically, Christina's on the throne. That's true. But since she's not here. But the Monolith the boys throne. were 1-1. We're 1-1. We're 1-1 for the record so far. So, the top... 1-1 one, one for you, 1-1 one, one for me. Ooh, that's pretty good. I won one, and you won one. That's kind of the same thing. <laughs> exact same thing. Um... <laughs> um the top five this week's fo- this week, folks, is the top five 2000s comedies. The comedy films that came out in the years 2000 to 2009. Now, I want to clarify, and I don't know how you feel about this. This is actually the first time me and you are going to discuss it. Yeah. I was trying to figure out the comedies. Mm-hmm. I am excluding from my list comedies that are not exclusive comedies. So that means no Monster Zinks on me list. Okay. No Little Miss Sunshines on me list. Yeah. No, I, no things like that. I went by the same thing. All straight right. comedies. Uh, I also didn't do uh, – like uh, so you're saying Monsters, Inc. is not a straightforward comedy. I'm saying Monsters, Inc. to me is a children's movie. That's its genre. Children's – okay. Not comedy movie. Okay. We're on the same page I think then. I, I did the same thing. Because uh, In Bruges is also a movie that was in the 2000s. Right. I love that movie, but I did not put it on this list. Okay. Interesting. So. Yeah. I would call that like a black comedy. So I didn't either. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, was yeah, like, I did not either. Are you kidding me? You put In Bruges on this fucking list? <laughs> no, I, I didn't like, oh, either. I'm about to get started sweating a little bit. <laughs> All right. You won the last time. So who's going to go first? You get to pick. I'm going to start us off, Isaac. All righty. So here we go. At number five, top five 2000s comedies. Okay. I'm going with Hot Rod. Ooh, okay. With Andy Samberg. Like, okay, all right, uh, all right. For me, this is a movie that I watched at a time that really, I think, formed a lot of my humor in my earlier preteen, teen years. Just this sort of absurdist, very in-your-face sort of humor. And I just thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's all I really have to Hot say Rod. about it. It's, it's a good movie. It's a funny movie, man. Hot Rod is fucking hilarious. It's a yeah. pretty funny movie. Uh, it starts right off the bat with some good slapstick where it shows uh, yeah. shows our shows our Hot Rod Andy Samberg. He's about to go off this sick jump. Danny McBride's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's the other guy's name? The guy who's in it, the Lonely Island. Chapter Two. Oh. Bill Hader. Bill Hader is in it. Yeah. Oh my god, he's great. Um, but yeah, it starts with him. He's about to do this crazy epic jump. It's got sweet music playing. He's got, he's, he's on his shitty little bike. He's got a <laughs> sick jumpsuit. He's about to jump this RV. Here we go. Right. Here we go. He jumps it off. Ramp breaks. He slaps his back against the car in the ramp. Oh my and he god. just falls on the ground. His friends are like, oh my God. Oh my God. Are you okay? And he just vomits from yeah, the fucking hilarious. Just, it's such a strong start. But yeah, I just thought it was so funny. And I still think it's pretty funny. Number five. All right. Hot rod. Number five for me. Similar story. We got a we got a low budget comedy coming out of Idaho. Napoleon Dynamite. Hey. Come on, John Heater. I think that's his name. Yeah, 
Just so much, so many classic. I know there's probably a lot of people that fucking hate Napoleon Dynamite. Don't blame you. But it's there's hilarious. There's some good moments in there. It's there's pretty, some there's Just some think really about moments. some of like the iconic moments. Uncle Rico throwing a steak at him. That's exactly That's what hilarious. I was going to say. It's him right in the fucking, fucking When him and Kip. He's on his bike. When him and Kip are smacking each other in the face. Kip being like, you know, things are getting pretty serious between <laughs> me and LaQuisha or whatever the girl's name is. mom goes to college. Yeah, just... It's just oh, the fucking Taekwondo dynamite. class. Oh my god, Whoosh, smacking him in the face. He's like, "See this right here, Rex Quando." Grab my wrist. I think it's the other, other wrist. wrist. Your other wrist. <laughs> <laughs> Great yeah. stuff. Napoleon Dynamite, true classics. Also, just has this atmosphere to it. Like it kind of feels like an A twenty four movie. Oh yeah, kind it's of. like a it's like a yeah. pre A twenty four movie. Yeah, I agree. That's a really good pick, Isaac. Number five, Napoleon Dynamite. Very good. What about you? Number four. My number four is Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, you, you said it for me, Isaac. What's left to say? It's a funny movie. Uh, it's those, uh, those, uh, what's that ball that you hit and it's attached to a pole? Tether, tether ball. ball. Tether ball. The tether ball scenes are so fucking fun. Oh my God. The part where he's got that, <laughs> the tots in his pocket. Oh my God. The, the kid's fucking like, boy, let me get me some of your tots. He's like, no. <laughs> kicks his fucking kicks pocket. Kicks him right in the fucking it's leg. Like, Ugh. <laughs> another part so funny really fast i guess before we move on is the the fucking part where he's at the chicken farm oh my god and the whole lunch scene <laughs> and just the oh my god that is uh, just all so funny that's yeah. all so fucking funny that's a good movie it's a good movie pretty hilarious yeah mm-hmm. pretty cl- pretty good stuff yeah all right uh, my number three four oh, fuck wrong. No, no you're on four Sorry. four okay mm-hmm. my, i uh don't have a list in order by the way i'm just looking <laughs> that's at my interesting. movies that's interesting because i couldn't i have two i have seven movies written down mm. and i'm trying to decide which yeah. one is going to be my honorable mention yeah i did a process of elimination myself <sighs> this is so hard and i'm trying to decide you know last week i got shit on all over my about my list so i'm trying to decide <laughs> if i'm trying to stay true to the heart or play to the audience a little more <laughs> so here we go. Number four for me, I'm going to go. <laughs> white chicks. Ah, white chicks. I see. I see you're playing in the audience a little bit. I a think. little bit here. White chicks is hilarious. It is hilarious. Why? I've probably seen white chicks easily 10 times. <laughs> easily. Yeah. Hilarious early 2000s Wayne Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, just great premise. Mm-hmm. I feel like just, I, I don't know how it's to really explain it other than it's like, it's a movie about race that I feel like is done in a really funny way. Yeah. It's really funny. And just like lots of like really gross bits in it. Just the whole fucking part where one of the brothers is on the date with Terry Crews. Oh my God. And he's like, damn the lady. Like you sure know how to put it away. <laughs> how to put it away. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious. Oh, fuck. That's um, funny. The part where it's just the whole thing like that is all really funny. The part where she, his wife finds out what's going on and she thinks that he's cheating on him mm-hmm. or the part where one of the cops is like sniffing her panties, which is like, he's being a fucking <laughs> creep or whatever. But then they find out and he's like, Oh God. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, just white chicks. I feel like is it. And yeah, of course I'm playing in the audience a little bit. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. There's also some good physical comedy in that movie. Like even just how the prosthetics like fit on them just looks, looks like so unnatural. Shit. And yeah, they do so not, not look anything like the girls they're supposed to yeah, be. It's exactly. so damn And everybody's funny. like, you guys are so pretty. And yeah. they just look so <laughs> like uncomfortable. They're just like huge and bulky and like yeah, they, muscular. And when they break dance, all of that's really Oh funny. yeah, that's classic. So, yeah. Number four for me, I'm gonna go white chicks. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. It's time to move on to number three. Number three. Coming from the heart here. 
everybody. I think uh, when people look at this, the title of this next movie, they're going to be like, oh, that movie. Mm-hmm. But you, listen, we're talking 2000s comedies here, okay? And this is a classic. The better of the many John C. Riley, Will Ferrell movies. Mm-hmm. Step Brothers. Ooh, yes, Step indeed. Brothers. Yes, indeed. Some classic bits that I still think are funny to this fucking day. There's just something funny about an old man who is very childish and he's got to live with his parents and his parents are like 60 mm-hmm. and they're getting remarried. turns out the other parent also has a 30 something year. year classic, old son. dude. It's classic. And it's just funny. And it speaks to kids. I think it speaks to adults. It's just funny. First set of testicles I've ever seen in my life. Not oh, ever yeah. in my life. I've seen my own, but ever on a screen. <laughs> Jeez, Isaac. It was, you know what I mean? That was <laughs> fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. It was literally nuts. Uh, clever word in there. What can I say? I agree. Yeah, the whole fucking, gonna put my nutsack on, on a drum set. set. Yeah, just classic shit like that. Oh my God. Classic. That yeah. was your number three? That's my number three. Well, that's really funny, Jake. Because <laughs> my it? number three is also Step Brothers. Ah, it's a good pick. Step Brothers, it is. It truly is one of the, it's also a movie that I have seen a bazillion times, a mm-hmm. bazillion, a lot of times, right? Yeah, a lot of classic bits in there. I'm not calling him dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hilarious. Pretty fucking hilarious. And um, yeah, it's just, oh man, this is a hard list. I've got it a is. It's a tough list. Like, man, it's I a tough sh- list, I honestly. I off there. Um, yeah. yeah, Step Brothers is just Will Ferrell being able to sing. Fucking, oh my God, Adam McKay oh, yeah. and Adam oh, McKay. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we gotta keep going. She's got a smile that it seems to me reminds me of childhood. Classic, right? Do the Derek solo. And I can sing high. Hilarious, fucking hilarious. Yeah, there's a lot of just raunchy shit in there too. That is like definitely like, oh yeah. I mean, it's a fucking rated R movie. I'm pretty sure. But just the whole bit with uh, Adam Scott's fucking wife having sex with John C. Riley. Oh my god, God, that's funny. Why are you up inside doing a little ball? And it was also one of like I remember watching that movie and being like, this is a raunchy rated R movie. Yeah, seriously. Um, Comedy, I guess. Um, Okay, number two for you. Number two for me. I'm going to switch it up here. All I'm right. going to switch my number one and my number two here. Okay. Number two, super bad. Ooh, okay. Super bad. Oh, my God. It's still a funny movie. Got a lot of bad shit in it, for sure. For, for sure. sure. For sure, for sure. But especially for sure, watching sure. it at the time I did when I was a kid, going into those years of my life, and watching them as a, a, a fresh adult, too. Like, I watched it again when I was 18. Mm-hmm. So funny, so raunchy, so dirty, so bad. Super bad. That's my number two. Super bad. All right. Well, super bad was on my list. Like I said, none of them were in an order. So I'm going to Ixnay super bad. And I'll put that in an honorable mentions category. Yeah. Just in honor of what we're doing here. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah. number. Hmm. Maybe I won't do that. Oh, God damn. This is hard, dude. This is really hard. Your move. Okay. Number two. The hangover. Hmm. That's a good pick. Number two, The Hangover. The Hangover was, I watched The Hangover alone. And here's the sign of a great comedy movie. I, as a kid, whenever, however old I was in 2008, so I would have been 11 years old. Now, I probably didn't watch it until a few years after that. So I was probably 11 or 12 when I watched that movie. 12 or 13, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Watching The Hangover by myself, laughing my ass 
off Mm -hmm. by myself. Mm -hmm. Now, that movie doesn't hit really the same ever again as the first time you watched it. It still holds up. It's pretty funny. Twists and turns are part of the journey. Exactly. But that movie was just genuinely like such a compelling story. It was Mm -hmm. so fucking funny. And yeah, number two for me, The Hangover. It's iconic. Don't even need to dive into all the moments. Oh, yeah. A lot of bad stuff also in that movie for oh, sure. Yeah. The whole the whole bit about Stu being a doctor is pretty fucking funny. That's so funny. Two and three are both pretty awful. Oh, bad movie. But uh I have a funny story about number two, which I'll have to save for another time. But yeah. When we do our hangover episode, I'll bring it up. But yeah. Wonderful. Number two for me, the hangover. The hangover. And now I see why you wore tigers on your shoe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, before we go to number one, do you want to do honorable mentions? I do, yeah. Go for it. Okay. You go, you do your number your honorable mentions because now I've fucked up my list. I'm trying to think of what I'm going to put at number one. Well, I only had one other movie that didn't make this list, okay. to be honest. I mean, there there's more I could have pulled from, but I knew they weren't going to be in the top five. So, And I only remembered to do honorable mentions until just now. So my honorable mention is Goldmember. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Hilarious movie. I think okay. it's such a good wrap up of the 2000s 2000s humor i think i'm gonna go i think i'm gonna go with the risky move for my number one okay Mm, okay so for my honorable mention i'm gonna throw out wet hot american summer oh shit i didn't know that was a 2000s comedy yeah i think so pretty sure yeah i think it came out 2000 damn or maybe even 2001 wet hot american summer now here's the thing this probably deserves to be on the list and I know Ethan is rolling right now. I know he's livid that this isn't on either of our official lists. Um, maybe it should have been instead of white chicks, and I'll accept that. But I fucked this list up. Mm. I didn't fuck it up. I'm go- I'm sticking to my guns with it. But right. white wet hot American summer. I'm choosing to do that instead of making it my number one. But wow. wet hot American summer, huh? Hilarious. Hilarious movie. For the part where Paul Rudd fucking hops off his motorcycle. <laughs> Or, or the part where he's in the cafeteria and he fucking throws his food on the ground. <laughs> God, Wet Hot American oh, Summer great. is so good. So honorable mention, Wet Hot American Summer. Great blend of uh, absurdist humor and just, yeah, that's a good, that's a good movie. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say right now, uh, listeners, I uh, didn't realize that was a 2000 movie. And if it was, it probably would have replaced Napoleon Dynamite. But That's fair. But we're here. We're here. Anyway, we're, we're no, there's no take backsies. Mm-mm. Uh, Isaac, I think it's a really good thing that I swap my number one and my number two around, and I'll tell you why. I know why. Because number one is The Hangover. It's a classic, (laughs) The absolute, uh, I think that's top dog of 2000s comedies. I think when people think like, yep, that, they they look back on comedies in general, Hangover's on there. Right. And that's why in the 2000s, The Hangover's got to take number one. Mm -hmm. The whole Mike Tyson bit. Hilarious, dude. Uh, All the twists and turns of your first watch, but even to this day. I, I'm down to watch that movie. There's even just subtle jokes that I didn't appreciate back then. There's a part where they're actually driving to Vegas on the highway. Bradley Cooper's driving, and he asks uh, Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking forgot about like, that. He's like, hey, am I good on the right? Zach Galifianakis doesn't look. Yeah, you're good. And there's a fucking <laughs> There's diesel. a semi right there. It almost crashed. Stupid. Just stupid. So funny. Oh such an, such an, uh, just a, a general adult uh, rude thing to do. One of the best Todd Phillips. Well, the best Todd Phillips for sure. Also, that that intro goes really hard for that movie for no reason. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. They just gave the, me a number. <laughs> probably the best Vegas movie. Easily. Easily. So that's number one for me. Okay. Here we go, folks. Listen, I know it's going to be controversial, uh, but it's a hill I'm going to die on. Uh, 
Number one uh, best comedy of the 2000s is Tropic Thunder. Oh, Isaac. Tropic yeah, real hot. Thunder. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. I'll get it out of the way right now. There's blackface in this movie. Yeah, there is. Now, I think I have come a long way. And no, by no means am I the authority on this, right? I'm not the guy to say when it's good and when it's bad, eh? All right? I'm not that guy. But Ben Stiller wrote this movie. He's a good writer. I think he might have even ben directed Stiller? it. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He and and knowing the context in which this film was written as an entire satire of Hollywood, it is I I, I really think that's why it's my number one. Is mm-hmm. because it is truly so fucking well written. It is like <laughs> it is. so really funny. Every the fake scene, trailers in the beginning. Fake trailers are so damn funny. Every mm-hmm. character actor in this the fact that Robert Downey Jr. is like such a method, the fact that his whole character is supposed to be making fun of method actors so much so to the point that Look at you, to, Leto. to method act, he is doing blackface and he doesn't even just do blackface. He, undergo, he undergoes a cosmetic surgery to become a black person. Mm-hmm. And then there's actual black people also in the cast. And there's parts like where that's playing into things. Like there's a part where, people? yeah, exactly. There's a part where Robert Downey Jr. is like, what do you mean you people? And then the actual black guy's like, what the fuck do you mean you people? <laughs> and that's just so fucking funny. Tom Cruise being just like a, a psycho like agent is One of my so hilarious. Yeah. Tropic Thunder, and I truly think that Tropic Thunder is like, I think it's going to go through these ebbs and flows, but I think Tropic Thunder down the line, we're going to kind of view that similar to like young Frankenstein yeah. of like the eighties and stuff like that. Or maybe that was nineties, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I really think it's, it is one of the best. And for me, you know, kind of or by order of operation, it was yeah. almost in my honorable mention spot at almost. one point. So, but it managed to make its way up to my number one spot. Hot list. Tropic I, Thunder. It's a hot list. Hey, off the record, that would have been on mine too if I was brave enough. See, I knew I had to swing for the fences. I didn't. Not only did I, I didn't even take the coward's way out and put it at number five. <laughs> I'm going straight number, number one, the one. top dog spot. It's a funny movie. Tropic Thunder is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Hilarious, hilarious mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, I think that basically does it for us, folks. With that, I bid you do. <laughs> Don't forget to vote this week, folks. Listen to the podcast, for the love of God, before yeah, you on. vote. There's come context on. around these, Aaron. There's context. Come on. Also, give a reason why you vote. Oh, I yeah, don't please. See, I would I love I want to see some cronies in here. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, to all of Christina's coworkers who are listening, thank you for making it to the end of this one. Yeah, I'm impressed. And uh, vote for me. I'm impressed. Proud of you. That's impressive. And, um, you know, I'm Isaac. You can follow me on Letterboxd and Twitter and all that jazz at Isaac Raman. Jake, where can people find you? I'm Jake. You can find me pretty much anywhere at underscore moon scented. You can my also, Letterboxd especially. Oh, yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Letterboxd at Monolith Pod. Please, folks, subscribe to the Patreon. Hear the pre-show we recorded for today's episode. Uh, it's in the link for the description. I think it's just Monolith Filmcast on Patreon. Do it. The music is by Cassette Drift. Please sign up for a Patreon, patron or pro account on Letterboxd using the discount code MONOLITH. Missing anything else? I don't think so, Isaac. Let's put a bow on this one. Thank you for listening this week, folks. I fucked that up 100% of the, <laughs> 90% of the time. I fuck it up 100% of the time. Thanks for listening to this one, folks. And stay Randy, baby. I'm Ron Burgundy. Good night, San Diego.